You know, we can always edit all this shit out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to... I'm going to put... Move and Tango and Cash from my DVD player to my Blu-ray player because... uh, My DVD player sucks shit. Really? But the remote won't... It won't work like it needs to, so I... I know I'm not going to be able to synchronize it right. I think that's what messed up through the guide. You know, it was all just about a few seconds. No, it was it was me, man. I, because, like, my my uh, Xbox, like, saved the spot where I was when I was just trying it out. Oh, okay. I don't think it was your volume. It was me. God damn. This... Yeah, I, I can see how these... Huh? I was going to ask you if we could try it out because, like, I've... I just packed my disc up the other day, so I'm just going to watch it on uh, Voodoo. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to see if it syncs up properly from the beginning. I'm sure it probably does. Well, my problem is these Warner Brothers things start right off. They just start automatically, which which is irritating when we're trying to do this. You don't even press play, right? It just starts? No. No, it just... And, you know... Taylor Cash here, and what I'm looking at is the main menu is horrible. So I returned to movie, so I'm going to return to whatever it was or do scene select, which is probably what I'm going to do just to get it to start <laughs> over. All right. What, uh, what release do you have of it? Uh, that four film favorites DVD release. It came with the uh, Demolition Man, a specialist, and over the top. Oh, okay. I think it's it. Yeah, it is. I haven't watched the specialist yet. Or just just the other three alone. Like, um, I'm trying to think, they just released on Blu-ray, Tingle of Cash, Over the Top, and, and maybe Demolition Man, those three. Which really? is, they, they rarely do that, you know? It's usually like two good ones and a shit. A shitty yeah. one, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. But somebody, somebody did good on that one. Somebody fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up. Somebody's gonna, you know, hands are gonna roll over there. It's usually like, uh, be like Tango and Cash, Cobra, and like, uh, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or some shit. <laughs> Something has nothing to do with those. Uh, man, or or uh, stop a mama will shoot. What did I want? That that one actually would be a good one to do. Uh, yeah, it would be. I like, yeah, especially since Stallone absolutely hates it. Does he? Yeah, he's he's got a record saying that's the worst thing he's done. Man, has he seen Oscar? Yeah, exactly. He needs uh, to watch you know, I've only seen parts of that. Dude, he did Rhinestone? Jesus, he's done a ton of awful shit. I actually yeah. like this one. Uh, do I what? I said I actually like this movie. Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah, this one's yeah. very... The story behind it's really interesting, too. It is. Let's see. 
Oh, man, I heard, like, so, he fired so many people, like, during the making of the film. It was, like, four different people credited for directing or some shit or cinematography, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he fired somebody because they weren't lighting him correctly. Yeah. It's a long way from uh, a struggling, quote-unquote, artist trying to make Rocky. Yeah. Or Italian Stallion, or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Or when he just takes it in the bud for an hour and a half. <laughs> that's, that's what this movie should have been. It should have been, they go to prison. First of all, they they sit on trial for like two years. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then they just go straight to fucking getting raped, like just for another hour and a half. <sighs> By Robert Zadar. Yeah. Zadar is just hogging him out. <laughs> <laughs> so was, you just have like, the, yeah, yeah, he's just got those wild eyes and stone balls like all over his chin and shit. And uh, Stone's making that snarl because he doesn't want to like it, but he loves yeah. it. Yeah. He's screaming Adrian the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! I uh, um, I I got that Invaders of Mars in today, Blu-ray. That's so. Yeah, dude, you gotta let me know how that is. You ordered it off Amazon. Yeah, it 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 came out today too, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard that they they'll do stuff like that. You know, they they'll uh, get stuff out the day of release, and sometimes the day before. But I don't remember them being that good about it, but. Yeah, they were right on time today. That's cool. Fucking UPS guy scared the shit out of me. Oh, one day. I was I was getting the, the trash ready to bring out this morning. He, like, walks up behind me. He's like, hey. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he like, just I scream. I scream, oh, shit. I, like, that's my go-to when I get scared. I'm just like, ah. And I, I don't know. Punch face. <laughs> He's like, it's because I'm black, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, not necessarily. But, uh... Well, dude, if, it, if somebody sneaks up behind you and you're not expecting him, it doesn't matter who they are. You know, it could, it could be your grandmother, you know? No, I know. It's still, it, that would probably creep you out. If you're not expecting her, you know, yeah. or anything else. Oh, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you heard, but they, uh, Screen Factory announced the Sentinel for a Blu-ray release. I did see a little something about that. So, that, that would look really good on Blu-ray, too. I'm looking forward to that transfer. I may not buy it because I don't want to pay like twenty bucks or something. I have like three copies of. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, and you know, their shit never goes down in price unless they have some crazy sale. Yeah, I think uh, like shout themselves will have sales. Yeah. You know, they're they're really you know great. You just have to kind of hope Amazon will have a few on sale, like. You know they've they've had some on sale for like eight bucks, yeah, for quite a while, which I haven't picked them up like I should have. But 
you know, whatever. Um, I, uh, I'm open once I get a job. I can start getting some of those screen factory releases. And I'm going to build up a collection of, of you know, high-definition uh, cool movies. Yeah. B-grade trash. I mean, I do a good job with everything, but it's just the price point that gets me. You know, I, stuff you'd easily jump on for, you know, a $10 Blu-ray, but, you know, you can't be dropping $25 on it. It's almost like the only way I can justify it is to look at it like a, uh, almost like a criterion for, uh, yeah. for for people who like, you know, fringe movies or whatever. Um, I think that's what they're Because of the special features and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, because criterion's not going to put invaders from Mars on there. They're just yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, they'll do, you know, Armageddon or The Rod, but they won't do that. Yeah. Um, they'll do every fucking uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Wes Anderson movie that comes out. Be like yeah. Bill Bill Murray, fart, you know, farts in a mayonnaise jar for a half hour, and that's getting the Criterion treat. <laughs> hey, I've watched that. Yeah, I will. Uh, and in 1080p only, though. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the audio, you know, Dolby surround. So I want to hear every every slap <laughs> of his butt cheeks. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, I wanted to go order some stuff from their website just to kind of, you know, support them a little bit more. But, like, I don't know if you've heard of the film uh, From a Whisper to a Scream. Yeah, probably yeah, one of Vince Surprise's mm-hmm. last movies. Um, mm-hmm. that, they're releasing that. It's, it may come out next week. It's sometime soon. And somebody was telling me that you could go to their website, you get a uh, some limited edition like card or some shit. You know, if you order it from their website, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll go check it out. But like, I went there and like Amazon had it for like three bucks cheaper with free shipping. And I'd have to pay the, you know, probably another five bucks to get the fucking thing shipped to me from their website. So I just, I, I can't afford to do it, man. Yeah. Like two day, two day shipping, you know, and it's it's like cheaper already out of the gate. So I don't know. It'd be like standard shipping and it would take a week to get here or longer. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it just comes down to that, you know, that you just Prime. need to get a few more incentives. Yeah. Prime has made me like a, a bitch on shipping. Because it's yeah. free. Two day, man, you know, I can't, I, I can't help it. Oh, I know. Or not free, know, but you're included in your membership or whatever. Was it a hundred? It's worth it, man. If you buy a lot of stuff, it's that hundred bucks a month or not. Oh, month, man. But, uh, yeah. A year is well worth it. I order uh, all Especially, you know, going to school, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I order, yeah, like, the cool like poetry and shit on there, like toothpaste, you know? Would you order one? Like toothpaste and stuff. Like oh, just toothpaste. like random. 
random, you know, random articles. Just to get toothpaste there in two days. Well, I mean, it saves me a trip to the stores. You know, plus I hate shopping in general. I want. I know. Um. Yeah. Um. The, the cool thing is, you know, if you're a student, uh, and you put in your student ID through Amazon, uh, you get half off. That's all. So it's like. Well, now it's fifty bucks a year. That's up to four years, though. I think this is my last one. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was really cool. You know, if you need to get books from school, and you don't want to buy, you know, one hundred fifty, two hundred dollar books straight from the bookstore, you'd rather buy them used through Amazon. You get them there in two days. Oh man, yeah, that's just uh, way too high. It's it's ridiculous, and I, you know, I know when you get scholarships and stuff, you have to do it. You have to buy them through the bookstore, which is bullshit to me. You know, just give the kid the money, uh, and and let them buy them the cheapest way they can, so they can use the rest of it on booze and weed or whatever the cocaine or whatever the hell yeah. else I got. Oh yeah, you need that shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you had to buy your books through the through the bookstore, the school bookstore. Uh, from from what I could tell, if you have scholarships or, or I don't think it's loans. I think it's it's like certain if, if you get some sort of assistance, yeah, you kind of have to do that. Um, but you know, if I'm able to get a book used for you know ten bucks and it's over a hundred dollars new at the uh, it's the same fucking thing to the bookstore. And I'm talking right. a small book, man, maybe like half an inch thick, which is, yeah. I refuse to buy that one for a hundred dollars. Just so, you know, general principle. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, if, if you're going to make me pay a hundred bucks for a book, give me a gigantic fucking textbook. <laughs> maybe feel like, I'm, you know, someone got what I paid for. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we'll like another five years. We probably won't have books anymore. I mean, as far as school shit goes, I mean it'll, it'll all be like a you know a PDF file or something. Well, we'll see. Just what the fuck is that? Oh, um, oh, um. I'm sorry, I'm kind of out of it tonight, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, I went back by that that store, and they have the DVDs for a nickel now. <laughs> God damn, dude! You can't, and, uh, you can't turn So you like bought everything, dude? I've been buying a lot. I, I bought <laughs> like. You know, I I couldn't help it. You know, I I got shit I would never ball before ever. Yeah, but I bought something called Tumahara Kalu, which is some Indian movie. I can't wait to watch. <laughs> Five cents. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it for that. There's another Indian movie, Rock One or some shit uh, from Shimaru Entertainment. 
Oh, yeah, that's going to be some good stuff. Um, but, I mean, they still have stuff like Last Tango in Paris. Uh, I picked that up. Uh, they had my left foot for a nickel. <laughs> not uh, crazy I almost about that. got it. I've, I've seen it, but it's depressing. I'm not going to... Yeah. I have no reason to buy it again. But one thing I found is uh, some weird thing called Story of a Cloistered Nun from 1973. And huh. I've looked it up on uh, Amazon. It's apparently just about a nun. I guess it. it's a lot of fucking going on in this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was surprised it was in there. So uh, uh, it picked it up for a nickel. Is it a poem? I don't... It said it's not rated. Oh. But you, you can look it up and see the pictures from it. You know, when I saw the pictures, I was like, well, you know, it's 70s Bush. I guess I'll go for it. <laughs> yeah. Some of that non, non-sportation movies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any, but that's my first one. <laughs> There's a lot out there. Oh, I know, man. You know, a lot of that stuff was... As soon as, you know, the uh, ratings code, the censorship relaxed, people yeah. just start going nuts on that. Yeah. But, um... also found a... Uh, pack of um, serial killer documentaries. Oh, awesome. Um, I found it online so I could watch it. It's all television stuff. It's it's a mixture of, you know, the biography channels uh, or A&E's biography yeah. on, on serial killers uh, and uh, some British show on serial killers, which from what I can tell so far, it's exclusively on British serial killers. But yeah. it's interesting because, you know, like, biography, as far as I know, never did an episode on Fred and Rosemary West. And they're, they're a couple of the most fucked up ones that I've heard of. I think but, I've seen uh, some movies based on them. Oh, I'm they sure they like, made one. They would, like, keep kids... Uh, they would, like, kidnap kids and keep them, like, and torture them and shit. They were really doing that with, with young girls, like women, young okay. women. And uh, they're just raping them and just fucking with them until they finally kill them. Uh, and Fred even killed his own daughter. Wow. Uh, he was, uh, uh, they're both pieces of shit. It's hard to even go into what they did, but well, Frank committed suicide in prison, which is a shame because, you know, he should have been skinned alive. And uh, Rosemary is still alive from what I know, but she's a cunt. She won't admit to doing anything. <clears throat> she was just an innocent bystander. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, and that's the way Fred wanted to portray her. Uh, he was deeply in love with her. But when she started uh, distancing herself from him, yeah, uh, rejecting him, that's when he killed himself. Huh. 
Um, the fact that he was able to kill himself disgusts me. He never should have had anything around him to allow him to do that. And especially after finding the bodies all under there, you know, the land. Hey. No. Let's lay down. <laughs> I'm assuming you're talking to your dog. God, he wants to fuck with everything. Um, but no, I just actually just about half an hour ago I finished the episode on Dennis Nielsen. Oh, really? Which was really interesting. Um, had any news? I go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I'm saying he had uh, interviews with um, the the guy who survived. Um, you know, he tried to kill the guy. Okay. Uh, and uh, the, the guy ended up laying around in Nielsen's flat for three days unconscious. And then he started to revive. And for some reason, Nielsen took pity on him and, and helped him get better and, and let him go. Yeah. That's a lucky motherfucker, man. Yeah, oh, well, he, he he's really emotional about it because he remembers bits and pieces of Nielsen trying to kill him. Uh. I mean, I I could see why I would fuck with them. Uh, but it's the same with the Fred of Rosemary West episode. They had an interview with a woman who survived them. Um, and the shit they did to her was fucked up. Uh, I'm sure. You know, when you go through something like that, part of you dies. I know that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You're, you're fucked forever. Yeah. You know, but um, uh, it's it's fascinating. The Nielsen one actually had you know good interviews with uh, I guess one of the investigators, and he showed you know bits of bone that were found in Nielsen's first place. Uh, they they were so burned they could not be used to formally identify who they were. Uh, wow. But you can make out like one of them was part of a jawline, you know, missing the teeth. Because he was crushed the skulls after burning them, yeah. And uh, they also had the uh, the rope connected to the tie that uh, he used to strangle his last victim. Wow. I mean, it's 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 fascinating stuff, but you know, it's it's sad, definitely. You know, but it was interesting because Nielsen, when he was originally sentenced back in '83. The judge recommended he serve no less than 25 years, which, of course, would make it seem like he, he could be eligible for parole 25 years after that, which would have been, what, 2008? And uh, at the end of the episode, I love how they waited this long. They said that a judge reviewed the case and everything in 2006, and they formally told Nielsen he would never get out of prison. They would never get a uh consider parole for him. Wow. Um, I don't know that he ever expected to get out. Well, I was going to ask you, how do you want to do that? Like, you know, we talked about doing, uh, you know, a show on serial killers, but, you know, like you said, we'd be talking for like 10 hours straight. Dude, uh, you well, wanna... I guess, 
I mean, we could break it down to, you know, we could easily do a show on every one. We could do something like this, I guess, like you were saying, uh, just piece together a show on this. Or, yeah. Or something like that. Um, because I, I'll tell you, the thing about me is I can watch this stuff and look into it for a little while, and then I have to stop. Oh, yeah, I, totally with me. I just, I have to, so I, I can't, you know, I'm not going to do like in-depth, you know, binge watching, you know, stuff on serial killers <laughs> and reading. Uh, raging boner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just like uh, strangling myself while that movie Dahmer is playing. I'm just going nuts on myself. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we could do that, and we could. I mean, you know, there's movies about all these people, and you know what? You know, we could talk about you know the stuff that was influenced by, you know, say, uh, oh shit, who's the fucking dude? Uh, Ed Gein, you know, influenced a lot of you know, horror films. You know, yeah. Uh, Psycho, uh, you know, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Yeah. Yeah, three massively influential horror movies. And I'm sure, you know, much more than that, too, but... Um, yeah, I mean, you can go over, you know, how any of these have affected film or, or you know, films that have been, like, directly maybe based on that, like the Boston Strangler. Yeah, uh, with uh, Tony Curtis. Yeah, uh, which I actually would like to see that. That's another episode I watched on Albert DeSalvo. They all these names I recognize them. You know, I've read about them. I just I get them all confused. Um, Deranged? Have you heard of that movie? Yeah, yeah, I actually have, but it's part of a double bill with Motel Hell. Yeah, I I was thinking about this, you know, directly based on Ed Gein. Yeah, I do need to check that one out. We could maybe, you know, watch that and, uh, you know, maybe one of the 50 fucking, you know, made-for-TV movies they made about him. Oh, man. I'd, I'd actually like to find more, you know, I guess from lack of a better term, more tasteful films based on some of these killers. Yeah. Uh, because some of this shit that they've been cranking out, uh, like Dahmer and Gacy yeah. that you and I watched years ago, which yeah. was actually kind of funny. Uh, I don't think those are very, they're not good at all. What did he say and, that, uh, that Matt always copied? Gacy said something about uh, oh my my wiener's out my wiener's out. That was just... Yeah, I still say that. Oh, I I I think about that all the time because <laughs> he's just sitting in there taking a piss at a urinal and like he gypped somebody on some construction work and this yeah. huge dude like busts in the bathroom and just like starts manhandling him. And hey, the guy who played hey. you, yeah, my wiener though. 
Yeah, because Gacy's still holding it. Uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't help that the guy they got to play Gacy looked completely pathetic. Yeah, who uh, was that guy? Was anybody in particular? I have no idea. Uh, you know, I, I prefer William Forsythe's portrayal of Gacy and uh, dear Mr. Gacy. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Dude. Uh, I'd recommend it. He is... uh, Like like I stated before, they only go over two of his killings. Uh, Uh Or rather, it's it's his last killing and and the uh, assault on that one guy who survived. Um... That's it. That's that's. They don't really dwell on that, but you know, hearing him talk to the, the kid who was uh, had a correspondence with him, the last months of his life, is yeah. disturbing. Because Casey was all about sex. But he wasn't yeah. getting it in prison, so he was like fantasizing about it all the time. And you know, just judging by his you know crimes, it's, his his view of sex was not. Normal. It was, yeah. uh, so those are pretty, pretty, pretty uh, graphic. And Forsyth is so good at it because he, he's like getting into it, man. He's loving it, you know. <laughs> and it's really yeah. like just rubbing his crotch, you know, and shit like that. You gotta go, method. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just. I like his portrayal because he goes from being somebody, you know, you could kind of, you're kind of uneasy around him a little bit, but but he could charm you, you know, like Gacy was. Gacy was a charming guy, yeah. you know, but then he would just turn, you know, at any given second, which again was like Gacy. Now, the, the other guy who played him in that movie, Gacy, was just like, you know, some fat dude. Uh, and I think they even had scenes of him dressed up, at least in the clown makeup on the face when he was killing. Oh, really? Which doesn't... That was just sensationalism. Uh, I just I, I just don't think Casey would have done that. My wiener. Yeah, he would have done that in a heartbeat. I, that's, it's sad that that's the best part of that movie. <laughs> Man, uh, Jeffrey Lewis passed away. Guy who played Roy Sullivan in the uh, Devil's Rejects. Jeffrey Lewis? God damn it. Like, he's Julian Lewis's father. Oh, shit, really? I didn't realize that. He, uh, yeah, dude. He was in, uh, he was the lead bad guy in High Plains Drifter. He was in several Clint Eastwood movies. Uh, he's been in a ton of stuff, man. Seventy nine. Oh. oh yeah, we got a ton oh. of it. Man, we've lost like we lost him, we lost James Best. Uh, oh like in like a week. No, this has just been in the last two days. Fucking Tom James Powell. Best died yesterday. Sam Freebird, who was the voice of uh several iconic Looney Tunes characters. Uh, he yeah. passed away. That sucks, man. 
Um, he was a double impact. Lawnmower man. Yeah, he was a double impact. Yeah, man, I. That's I see. He was also in this movie we're about to watch. He's he's in there really? a little bit. Yeah. Oh man. Taking on cash. Well, fuck. So we'll be watching this because of him and Robert Zadar. Uh, and you mentioned Tom Tolles. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Oh, God, that's a lot of people. Tell me, man, they're going to start dropping like flies pretty soon. He was in Night of the Comet. I didn't realize he was 79, but I guess I should have since he yeah. was in his 80s. It looks um, good for his I age. I didn't realize. It looks good for his age. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Tons of TV work, too. Yeah, he's, he is the epitome of a great character actor. You may not always remember his name, but as soon as you see his face, you know him. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, he's in Point of No Return. The uh, Bridget Fonda film. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Shit, I might actually. Extreme action. Hold on. Let me look here. Is that in this? Yeah, I got Point of No Return right here. I haven't watched it yet. Is that Bridget Fonda in that? Yeah. She looks good in that movie, too. Damn, this movie has a good um, cast. It's a good movie. Well, it's basically a remake down. of uh, Love and Nikita. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain why the poster art looks like it does. Um, yeah, she's yeah. married to Danny Elfman. Yeah. Married mm. um, to Danny Elfman, it disappeared. Which- Oh, Elfman's still doing music. He just, uh, he's lost his touch. You know, none of his stuff. You know, like growing up, man, if you heard his, if you heard his music, you knew who it was. You knew it was yeah. his. And now you can't tell. Because um, I watched uh, Mars Attacks the other night uh, with my dad and my brother. And um, it's... Uh, the movie does not hold up well, I don't think. Really? Uh, to me, it just doesn't. I, you know, I didn't like it when I first saw it. It wasn't what I was expecting. And then uh, I liked it more. It just, I see why critics crapped on it. and you know, But I see the enjoyability of it. It's just, it's not much to it except for, like, just set pieces. That's pretty much all yeah. it is. True, true. Um, but his music's that's one of the best scores he did. Uh, yeah, I need I to watch his that last great score. Yeah, yeah, check it out, definitely. Uh, I'm going to watch it again. I'll watch it again later. I just... I, I don't know. Um, you know, the CGI, of course, is a little bit wonky, but they were never meant to be realistic. You know, they were meant to be kind of cartoony anyway, so it fits. Yeah. Um, 
So, I, yeah, I, I just think it's uh, the humor in it. It's, it's, I don't know. I just didn't like it as much as I had previously. Yeah. I may want to just keep my fond memories of it and not watch it again. Uh, maybe. Because um, I've got it on, on that with that Tim Burton collection. <clears throat> I'm wondering how it looks on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll have to look at it. I, I mean, who knows? That CGI may look that much worse, you know? Yeah, maybe. A lot of that stuff looks that way. Yeah. It's it's hard to get around how old that movie is. Because this December it'll be 19. Damn. That shit makes you feel old. It does. Uh, It came out Friday the 13th. I think so. In December. I'm 96. December 4th. Yeah, December 4th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope just to fuck with me after Jurassic World comes out. They release it on Blu-ray and DVD on October 4th this year. That would That would be... There's no way that would happen. That would be too awesome. We'll see. Hey, they're releasing a movie itself. Was it June 12th? Oh, uh, is that right? So it's going to be an early one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they want to get as much of the summer as possible, I think. I saw that, uh, oh, uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, fucking, uh, Gomer Pyle from, uh, Full Metal Jacket, uh, uh, I can't think of his name right off. He's got a crazy name. Oh, damn it. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, he's in there. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize even... this. Well, yeah, all the trailers kept showing was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt just, like, popping his shirt off. It's just a... Slow mo, like Matrix, spin around, bullet time, and then popping his shirt off. He's just watching that new big dinosaur ripping children to shreds, and yeah. he's just tweaking his nipples. Oh, you know, himself he's just up. like, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like a radio dial, just tuning himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Terry Terry Hatcher was like 20 years old in this movie. Wait, which one? I think I'm Cash. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I keep forgetting she's in this. Young as hell. I watched uh, Seven Days in the Valley not too long ago, and she still looked good in that movie. I don't think I've, I know I haven't seen that one. 
That's a good one. Oh, Danny oh. Ayala is in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw him recently on the uh, professional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that your first time to watch that? No, no, no. I, I'd seen it years ago. But it's a damn good movie, though. It holds up pretty well. It really does. Um, <laughs> you know what else holds up really well? It's, uh, it's Deep Blue Sea. Oh, shut up. I, I, I watched that the other night. It was on Netflix now. Oh, man. Oh, man. God. That, I just... I think my brother was like, what the fuck, you know? Because it, it defies everything. The movie is like physics, anything, nothing like that matters at all. You know, they say that giant shark is 45 feet. That giant shark is nowhere near 45 feet. It's yeah. like maybe 25, maybe. Um, you know, LL Cool J, you yeah. know, and you could tell they really, really wanted to get Ice Cube in there. Uh, but they couldn't. So they put LL Cool Dude. J, which I guess is like Ice Cube White. Let me tell you something. Do yourself a favor and look up the music video for that movie. The LL Cool J song is called Yeah, My Hat is I know. Like a Shark Spin. <laughs> that's that's what my brother and I would not stop talking about. Oh, my God, uh, dude. That is it's so a terrible bad. fucking song. Terrible. Dude. I didn't see the video, but, yeah, it, it plays over the end credits. Oh, yeah, it's, I figured. Uh, it's just pretty god-awful. What does that even mean? A hat I, is like I, a shark spin. It's, I don't know, man. I, I can't even, I, I can't even begin to describe what the fuck that means. Because it's like somebody was like, okay, just rap about sharks. And they gave him yeah. like five minutes to make a rap song about sharks. Yeah. And they like had guns at his face. Like they were going to blow yeah. him away if he didn't do it. So he started singing about how his hat was like a shark spin. <laughs> uh, yeah. It definitely didn't have a whole lot of time to write it. <laughs> no, no, man. It's God. It's it's, but it's a perfect. It's like if somebody made you a cake made out of shit, like literal shit. Okay, they yeah. made this in front of you. You had to watch them make it, and they do it with such love and care. And it yeah. looks good. It does, but you know it's shit. <laughs> and then they pop a squat over it and just spray <laughs> diarrhea all over it for the ice. <laughs> That's what that song is like. It's uh, that's a movie, man. Like the end, I don't give a shit about spoilers for this fucking thing. At the end, they're trying to kill this big shark, and it's just uh, Thomas Jane, LL Cool J, and some chick left. Yeah, and the the shark attacks LL Cool J, and you're like, okay, the black dude's got to die. It's just a white dude and a white girl. They can't kill the girl, so they're going to kill LL Cool J. The shark rips into him. This thing has massive four to five inch long teeth, and it's like chomping three or four times into his leg and his torso, and he lets him go. He fucking survives that. There's no way he could have survived that. The woman, she jumps in the water for no reason to distract the shark from Thomas Jane. 
The shark rips her in half and eats both halves. It turns into a cartoon first, though. Uh, Just like it did to Sam Jackson. Yeah. So it looks like a Mr. Bill character being ripped apart underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, it's snake on this uh, motherfucking plane. Oh, wait. I mean, shark. Yeah, it's... Uh, Sam Jackson's speech and death are, are great. Right before uh, he gets eaten? Like, I think that... Yeah. That actually did surprise me when he got eaten right there. And he again, he turns into a cartoon character. Yeah. It looks like shit. It looks like complete shit. Um, I, uh, the movie somewhat reminds me of Jurassic Park in a way. You know, they're yeah. fucking with animals that they shouldn't be. A storm comes in, fucks up everything, so the animals get loose and start eating the people. And Sam Jackson gets fucking killed in both. There's probably a quote on the box that says, like, Jurassic Park in the water or some shit. Probably. Oh. I can't remember what year that one came out. Oh. Um, 99 or something. God, who was that? Was that fucking, uh, the guy that did Die Hard 2? The, uh... That's Rudy Harlan, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They Which is... Dude, he... He fell hard. Uh, He's been on a steady decline since he was even, you know, popular. Man, I just, you know, I understand The Adventures of Ford Fairlane is very much a guilty pleasure of mine, but the movie is made well. You know, it is. I think it's made just fine. And then you did Die Hard 2, which is a great sequel. And then he's just like, well... Fuck yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. He did, what, Nightmare uh, on Elm Street uh, 3 or 4? Maybe 3. Uh, I'm not sure you don't know that. Uh, but right after that is when he did Die Hard 2, which I think is a great movie. It's a great sequel. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think Die Hard 1, 2, and 3 are all great. Like, you can watch those back-to-back, and they're... I mean, damn, they're flawless, in my opinion. Man, I actually went by Best Buy today. They still have those discs on sale for seven ninety nine. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, but the Die Hard movies, it's the first four on DVD for eight bucks. And uh, I almost picked it up, but I I really don't want that fourth one. I really don't want that anywhere near me. The fourth one, uh, I don't think it's that bad. I thought the fourth one was okay. I just, Die Hard is something that I'm just going to keep in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, mid-90s. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. no. You got you to gotta bring it in the 2015. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that with everything. Uh, so I'll well, watch King with a Crystal Skull. Well, you know, they're bringing back fucking Coach. They're bringing back fucking Full House. They're bringing back uh, they? Twin Peaks. Uh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, are you serious about Full House? Absolutely. Oh, my they're God. Not, I have not, not even only, heard that. They're bringing Full House back, but they're also giving uh, DJ and Kimmy Gibbler their own show, their own separate show on Netflix. 
Dude, I'm completely serious. Um, Coach, uh, <sighs> fucking X Files, like they're rebooting like our teen years, you know. Uh, you know, I I heard that they uh, are considering making a spinoff of Married with Children with uh, Senator Rob Bud. Dude, I'm gonna tell you, this shit is gonna fall, and when it falls, it's gonna fall hard. I mean, this shit may succeed a little bit with the fucking, uh, I don't know what, they've done a few things. Like, they brought back uh, Arrested Development, which was okay. And they, uh, you know, they brought back a few little things, but they're trying to bring back every damn thing. Yeah, they did Girl Meets World. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, People seem to like that shit. Well, it can't be any worse than a fucking Big Bang Theory. But just one of the worst things I've ever seen. I just say Fred Savage is a pedophile, so I'm not going to watch that shit. <laughs> I hope the Full House thing uh, has. It, it's all about them dealing with the fallout after finding out that Uncle Jesse, not Uncle Jesse, but the other one, Dave Coulier or whatever his name was, yeah. was just like. You know, doing horrible things to these kids in the basement where he where he lived. <laughs> doing his fucking. And it's just, just like, yeah, he's doing that, just terrorizing them. You know, and it's a really dark show, like a serious show dealing with that kind of fallout. <laughs> like you talk about some shit that doesn't hold up now. It's shit like that. Like we are completely different sensibilities than we were then. Like. People are fucking snarky, and they're dark, and they don't want... Like, there is no feel-good comedy like that anymore. It doesn't exist. It's not only that, but it's too politically correct now. So, you know, I finally read that article talking about how married with children are not work today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which made sense. Yeah, it because, does. Uh, one of the reasons I love the show is the fact that Al is relentless against fat people. It's funny. Oh, it's really he's funny, man. He's racist. It's sexist. You know, he, he hates damn near everybody. And it's funny. I mean, people weren't so fucking easily offended, you know? It's like people are just sitting there waiting to be offended now. They're like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. You said it's something about that, something or other that I hold really close to my heart. It's that... that a quest for the next great outrage. That's yeah. the problem with today's Fuck society. Internet well, the internet society, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, like, now you couldn't have Archie Bunker. Well, uh, no. And that's, that's a shame, man. You know, Absolutely like, not. It's... Uh, back to Married with Children, I... You know, I was... I watch it all the time, but there's one episode... In the last season, this one been '97, uh, called "Crimes Against Obesity," <clears throat> which is uh, it's Al's birthday, and he's got all these food coupons. He's going to go to work, and he's going to use these coupons to get all this free food, and he all by himself. He wants nobody else there. Uh, yeah, and then all the fat women throughout the series come in to hold a trial in his in his uh, in the shoe store. Yeah, uh, and they tie him up, and 
and you know it's it's fucking hilarious because every time he makes fun of them, they tear up his food coupons. And the ringleader, though, which I thought was neat, is the very first woman he made fun of on the very first episode of the show back in '87. Wow. Uh, they actually got her back for that. Um, but it's it's one of the funniest episodes. Uh, but he's he's awful. I mean, he's just awful against all of them. Yeah. You know, and they had that episode, it's a two-pointer, where the woman tries to breastfeed in the store, and Alan Griff won't have that. So, of course, Marcy yeah. comes in and has all these women sitting there breastfeed. So yeah. Al and Griff have no ma'am who have all these obese dudes pulling their shirts off and dancing around these women trying to breastfeed. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's retarded, but it's funny. I enjoy it. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, people are, are... It's The PC world today is... It's unbelievable. Uh, it's not, you know, it's... People have to watch everything they say. Uh, yeah. I don't think we should, we should have to be like that. Um, I agree. I think it's damaging. I think it damages... You know, us uh, just in our ability to communicate. We have to watch every fucking thing we say. Like, don't don't run around being offensive and being an asshole to people. That's not cool anyway. But right, goddamn. I mean, it's like too far the other way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it definitely damages like your like comedic ability. You know. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I mean, half the shit that comes out of my mouth, or probably 90% of the shit that comes out of my mouth is, like, sarcastic and not meant to be taken seriously, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I really have to guard my words when I talk to somebody who doesn't know me very well. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, but anyway. As far as all that goes, uh, uh, so far, uh, John Stamos and... Uh, Bob Saget are on board for that deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the Olsen plants can't be doing anything. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You know what this means? And this is something I really, really want to see. I want to see Family Matters with nothing but Steve and Carl. That's it. Just the two of them. Dude, I guarantee oh. you somebody's tossing that idea around as we speak. Like, somebody yeah. got that ready to fucking green light tomorrow. Dude. I'd imagine Julia White will be up for it. I don't know about uh, Reginald Val Johnson. He may be. You know, if he is, I would love that because I want to see an edgier <laughs> show about them, about Carl, like, Steve will not stop turning Carl into, like, monsters and shit or whatever the fuck he does. And Carl just has enough of it. He, he's uh, whatever. I, I just Jal- think that'd be funny. Jaleel, Ra- Jaleel White retires from the NBA, and he stops slam dunking basketballs to put on his like nine foot pair of khakis. There, and he's like forty five, still acting like he's fifteen. And you talk about shit that won't work right now. It's that that comedy right there is what won't work right now. Because I mean, I mean, look at look at look at successful comedies right now. I mean, they're dark as shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, or, or you go into Big Bang Theory, which is just well, the know, most diluted and un, unintelligent thing I've ever seen. You, you know, you I'm going to keep ripping on it. I fucking hate that show. Go ahead. That's the, that's the target audience. You're right. That right there is who would watch that shit. And you're right. It, it, it may have a an audience out there. I don't know. I, yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to see it. I don't want to see any of that shit, man. It it really just depends on how they do it. Uh, because some of it, as much as I would love to see Mary Wachunga come back, I yeah. almost don't, you know. Um, you know, I, I hate how the Fox ended the show. I think they're pieces of shit for that, but it's been too long, man. That show's yeah. been over 18 years. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, he did it in 97. And, I mean, that's that's two decades and you're only there. That's, God damn, man. I mean, <sighs> think about it. Kids born when that show ended are graduating high school. So. That's true. I, I don't know. Yeah, all the, all the sensibilities are changing completely. I'm not trying to sound like, you know, an old man is like these fucking kids holidays, but Jesus, I mean, I, that's a reason I don't uh, pay attention to much pop culture nowadays. Yeah, I, my, my hand is not on the pulse, man. I, I guess I don't I don't have a very good voice as far as, you know, what's popular, what would work, because I'm so out of touch. But, I mean, I you know yeah. I watch new shit. I watch a lot of new comedy. I watch quite a bit of new, you know, new. Not, it's not really the a sitcom anymore, but it's what the sitcom turned into. Like, you know, Always Sunny and you know, Workaholics and shit like that. You know, on Comedy Central, I like a lot of that stuff. I like that kind of humor because honestly, man, we talk about the PC stuff. It's Always Sunny. It's I love the show because it attacks the hell out yeah. of that. Yeah, that is That's true. so on PC. So if something like like again, I, I keep harping on it, but maybe children comes out, it would have to be like that. It would have to be edgier. Yeah. Um, instead of going that cartoony way that it did. Uh, but yeah, it's like there's such a divide with comedy. It's either intelligent and dark, or Really light, but stupid. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you can I make can't an really, intelligent light comedy. Hmm? I, I can't really think of any. You know, I'm a big sitcom fan, and I can't really think of any sitcoms like that actually follow that that you know formulaic style. You know, you know, you got three sets, you know, and you just travel throughout those three sets the whole time. Uh, yeah. With the same, you know, reoccurring cast, and uh, I can't really think of. I mean, I guess Sunny will be the closest thing to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the format just had to change to survive. That's that's fine. Yeah, I think it got uh, overflowed. Like when Friends got really popular, like everything was oh, trying God. to be Friends, and you know, everything was trying to be Seinfeld, and. You know, you can't create lightning in a bottle twice. Uh, See, that's that's one thing. And I kind of wish 
I'm, I'm just going to make this a dumb over children thing, man. I can't help it. Uh, there's an episode, I think, in the last season where it's all about them making fun of friends. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, oh, they made fun of all kinds of shit, man. They made fun of, uh, oh, uh, the fucking medicine, uh, uh, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, uh, yeah. Wings. They made fun of Wings all the time. The Golden Girls. I mean, it's, uh, let's see, this, though, was different in that Kelly met somebody and then it veers off to them. It's not even really about the Bundys. It's about him and his roommates, and they're all whores, all of them. And it's just like friends, is that they're all fucking each other and all whores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and see, that's the format that I think it could have survived in. It was really bitter. You know, they, I mean, they were pretty bad, uh, you know, making fun of friends. Um, but that's the shit people wanted to see. Uh, that is true. That's why Mabel Children died. Um, but, yeah, <sighs> I, I just, I, I gave up on, on a lot of that stuff in the 90s, the later 90s. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm looking here at, at some popular sitcoms. Uh, Parks and Recreation I did really like, and that show just ended this last mm-hmm. season. Community, I've never really cared for Community. I don't watch that. That got canceled on NBC. Now it's on uh, Yahoo. So there is new episodes on Yahoo. Um, uh, I mean, there's there's some on, but I don't watch them. I mean, Trailer Park Boys, can you consider that a fucking sitcom? I guess so. I mean, it is a situational comedy, so yeah. Okay, well, I like that show. Oh, The Goldbergs, that's one I really like. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, I've, a, I've heard of it, though. It's a it's a great, you know, considering when we grew up, you know, it takes place in the, the 80s. Oh, okay. So, I think you'd like it. It's probably the, the most uh, common, or, or the, you know, the most similar to the old formulaic style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the League, I guess The League would be a sitcom. I like that. Yeah, I did too. Um, trying to think of stuff that's still on. Uh, the uh, Modern Family, I guess that's, yeah, I, that's what... The Modern Family... Uh, and all that, all that type of shit. I guarantee you, man, you're about to see like a Wings fucking reunion, you know, on like fucking Amazon Prime or some shit, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. And the thing is, uh, you know, we were kids; they were doing stuff like that. Not, not usually reviving an entire show, yeah. But they have like the Beverly Hillbillies reunion, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that was like still around. That was a bunch of uh, Gilligan's Island reunions. Oh, yeah, I liked all of those. I, I was a big fan of Gilligan's Island. Um, I think they did the same thing for the monsters. Well, they actually Probably. tried to revive the monsters, 
uh, a few years ago. I didn't do well. Um, but I guarantee you, if this if this stuff is successful, you're going to see. I mean, you're going to see a fucking uh, night court. You know, they're going to do it in <laughs> night court. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It it would be funny to see TV go right back to where it was. You know, like say the early nineties were late at night. You'd have infomercials on nearly everything, and then bam, there's night court on at like yeah. one in the morning. Uh, you know, just all this stuff is in syndication. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love my court. Um, but yeah, I was going to tell you on the last episode. I forgot to uh, to mention it. But have you ever heard of the show called The Jinx? It's on HBO. It, it, no. it just ended recently. It follows uh, Robert Durst. I don't know if you're familiar with that name. No. Um, it's. I'm surprised you haven't heard about it in the news. But basically, because of this show, he's. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw something. Uh, I, I listened to something on, like, uh, MPB about about that show. Yeah. Uh, a guy who murdered, like, his neighbor or something. Oh, yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. Like, murdered his neighbor in Louisiana. I mean, well, not just murdered him, like, chopped him up, like, into a torso, two arms, two legs, and a head. They never found his head, but... They found all the other body parts that washed up in the, uh, the Gulf of Mexico and uh, Galveston, Texas. Damn. But uh, not only did all that, but got off. Yeah. Got off for yeah, it. He... Found, not, found not guilty for murder when he admitted to cut, you know, cutting the dude up. Oh, I mean, that's a judicial system at work. That's no, good that's... stuff. That's what happens when you pay your, your lawyers about $30 million total. You know? Oh, dude. I mean, I guarantee you, even if the entire court just happened to be there seeing this dude kill this guy and cut him up, they would still do a trial to prove, you know, that, that he did it, even though they all saw it. Yeah. And uh, there would still be people abstaining or, or saying, that, well, I'm just not quite sure. I believe what I yeah. saw or some shit or, you know, it just gives a guy like uh, a Lincoln or some shit. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I didn't see that. It, well, it's, it's, a, it's a joke at times. It yeah. Really is. Well, the argument was not that, that he did the murder was that it was self-defense. And I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can kind of see that, but I mean, you know, why are you going to go through the trouble of, Hacking the body up and trying to hide it if it's self defense. But uh, exactly. Anyway, I don't want to spoil the whole the whole show or anything, even though it's like shit that really happened and you know it's out there. But you know, anyway, he pretty much outs himself in the last episode, you know, on accident. But really good show, um, really good uh, documentary. I think it's six six parts. They're about uh, 35, 45 minutes long, every one of them. Okay. You would really enjoy it. Oh, well, I'm sure I would. 
I like that true crime stuff. See, when I watched it, I didn't like I wasn't familiar with it at all. For some reason, I just I hadn't even heard about it, you know the crimes at all. So, you know, I kind of tried to avoid any kind of spoilers. So it was all new to me. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it until I saw or listened to that thing on on the radio. That's all I know about it. <laughs> One thing I wanted to mention, and this is like in the first episode, I tell you this: he uh, like when all that shit went down in Galveston, he was he was living as a woman. They yeah. Thought this, so they thought it, that a woman was renting that apartment, a mute woman. So he was basically in hiding because of another murder that happened, you know, previously in uh, New York, I think. Wow. That's why he was in Galveston in the first place. How many people do they think he killed? Uh, At least three. Wow. I think they're speculating on on a lot more, like some some teens that disappeared in like the seventies. All self defense, all right. <laughs> Look, I fucked him in the ass and chopped him up, but that was self defense. Oh wait, I shot. Oh wait, hold on. I raped him, then I murdered him. Wait, no, that's not right. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have the outtakes of the show, of the <laughs> special edition DVD. That would be funny. God, All right, damn. Robert, take this seriously. Take it seriously. But, uh, yeah. I mean, they they basically. Ah, shit! I don't want to get into it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. Anyway, check it out. I'll do that. So it's a good show. I'm trying to think of something else I watched recently. <sighs> Damn, I thought I oh, oh whatever. <clears throat> um but um <sighs> just a bunch of sigh from here on out. That's the rest <laughs> of the show. It'll it'll be like we're watching the fest again. Uh, yeah, yeah, God. Um, uh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I well, that I can't remember what it was I was thinking about. Uh, were you thinking about uh, a Doogie Howser? Uh, yeah. 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 I am. Um, mm. I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, go ahead and do a little test run on this? On this, see if we can get synced up, sir. See if I can get synced up with you properly. Oh. Okay. I'm going to get a jump to a scene here. Oh, I remember what I was going to talk about. 
uh, I'm going to say it here. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the guy's name. I watched her crazy last night. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a while, and I, I liked it better this time than I did the first time I saw it. But uh, I don't know if you remember that big white dude that they put in the cell with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor to break them down. Uh, big old like butterbean looking motherfucker. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know yeah, that's exactly, exactly. He looks like butterbean or King Kong Bundy, whoever you want to think about. I think that's who he looks like. He uh, he was quiet through the movie except for like singing. And I looked him up, man. He um, he actually had a he he sang professionally. So when you hear him singing in that movie, that's him. He had a really, he had a beautiful voice. He really did. Um, he also played the guy who, I can't remember the name, but in Running Man, the guy who kept singing, like the opera dude, with the, who looked like a living uh, light break, um, okay. and shot electricity. He shot lightning from his hands and shit. That dude, the one that uh, Maria Conchito Alonso, like, kicked in the balls when he's in his tidy whities Okay. Um, that's him. I never put the two together. But the sad thing about it, man, just a few months after doing Running Man, he died of a heart attack. Uh, really? He was 87. He was our age. He was 34. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm drinking beer and and eating chocolate because I'm just waiting for that heart attack. Uh-huh. I used for the Netherlands, I think. I just thought that was neat, man. I never knew that. But, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to sync this up whenever you are. Okay, man. Let's, uh... Okay. Are you ready? Let's, let's, yeah, let's nah, do a free... and jump to a sink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, two, one, and press play because this fucking thing's not not cooperating with me. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Three, two, one, play. It's just like being a being a bitch. Okay. Got a Warner Brothers logo is up on mine. Let me know when. Uh, let's see. Warner Brothers presents. Is that up? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm taking on cash. Okay, cool. We're we're about synced up, man. We're, we're good enough. Okay. We'll go back to the menu. All right. Are you ready for Fucking Jack Palance. Jesus Christ. Huh? I'm going to put them in a cage. God damn. You know, it's something I've been like, looking for, and I cannot find, I cannot even find it to download it, is Ripley's Believe It or Not from the 80s with Jack Palance hosting it. Dude, I don't think I've ever seen that. Dude, they used to have it, I think it was on Sci-Fi or some channel. They showed reruns of it when we were kids. Okay. And I remember it because he, he would always say, Believe it. 
or not, you know, it always entailed, <laughs> you know. It was really fucking funny, you know. I loved him. I loved him hosting that. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's always, like, he's trying to smell a fart, like, in between his, his like, uh, Yeah. Uh, he cut one, and he's just like... Uh, Believe just it. Loving every, every second of it. Or not. <laughs> yeah, he says or not in disappointment, because he, he missed out on the smell. <laughs> God damn it, Dean Cain. That's the only one I can find. I... I never care for the Dean Kane one because Dean Kane has got nothing on Jack fucking balance. Well, yeah, no argument there. Uh, I watched Dude the, wins. Uh, and, huh? Oh, I watched the Dean Kane one like all the time because I had nothing better to do. But Kelly Preston was like his little co-host on there. Yeah, man, she was so hot back in the day. Uh, they had some good-looking uh, younger women out on those TV shows. Um, she was from, like, uh, California <laughs> Dreams and uh, was, like, where she made, got her start. You remember her if you saw her. She was, like, a blonde California-looking girl. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, yeah, I'm not placing a face right now, but I know I would. I know the name. But... Um, Oh, she did Baywatch. She was a Baywatch babe for a little while, too. Okay. Um, you remember, I guess this would have been, this would have been the early 2000s. Uh, uh, on Sci-Fi, where Lisa Marie was hosting some show. <laughs> oh, God. Like the Alien Ice. Autopsy? No, 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 no. I, I, that was uh, that was Commander Riker who did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, no, she. Uh, I don't, I can't remember what the hell it was, but damn man, she's. I just mentioned her because you know I just watched Mars Attacks. Yeah. I still cannot get over the fact that Tim Burton left her for Helena Bottom Carter. Well, it just depends on when he, I mean, was this after Nick Cage was with her and after Michael Jackson was with her? Uh, well, she was, wait, who? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Lisa Marie, not Lisa uh, Marie Preston. Oh, oh, okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, she she uh, played the Martian spy girl. Oh, she's like a porn star. Was, no, no, no. She did pose for Playboy. Okay, uh, she's a she's a porn star. She's uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, she's gorgeous, dude. She was uh, Ichabod Crane's mom in Sweepy Hollow. Okay. Um, uh, Tim Burton left her during the production of Planet of the Apes because when he saw Helena Bonham Carter dressed like a monkey, he just could not uh-huh. stop popping boners. <laughs> That is kind of an odd choice, isn't it? I guess he, uh, I, I think the running gag is he was always kind of banging her, like, on the side. I think is what I've heard a lot of people say. Well, she's like a female version of him, you know, looking at <laughs> the hair and shit. She really is. Uh, Lisa Marie, 
I guess her rebound guy was Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. There's pictures online of, of those two on the beach, and Goldblum's second. You know, his, his dog is just hanging out everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Gold dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's just like tearing her up. He's tall, too. We but, need uh, to, uh, we need to do a Jeff Goldblum retrospective. We got, uh, Mr. Frost. Death Wish, Jurassic Park, and The Fly. Independence Day. And Independence Day. I can't watch that movie again, I don't think. Let's do a commentary. No, we need to watch that again, yeah. (laughs) Randy Quaid is the best thing about it. And I mean that seriously. He just, like, he showed up at set and just, like, played himself. I'm like, all right, Randy. More redneck, Randy. You got to play more redneck. Cousin Eddie. Randy yeah. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, these are aliens. It's like, well, all right, you got to kill aliens. But she totally believes that. Like, uh, um, dude, that was such a weird cast for that movie, too, man. Yeah. Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch, uh, Bill Pullman, Brent Spiner, Randy Quaid. Yeah, Brent Spiner. Forgot about him. There's more, man. That, that had a huge cast in it. Who were the females? There was a, a female in there. Um, yeah, I cannot remember her name. The one who played uh, the first lady, Bill Pullman's wife in there, she yeah. was uh, the same one who played that the white woman who had been raised by the Sioux Indians who dances with wolves. Okay. I just can't remember her name. Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour, yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, like, Angela Bassett or some shit in there? Uh, it wasn't her. It was, uh, Vivica Fox, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Fuck. Yeah, that movie, it's... So I need to go back and watch Stargate and see if I like it as much as I remember liking it. Because I've uh, got like Universal. Uh, yeah, that's I, supposed I, to look know, great I, on Blu-ray. I, I need to see it again. I, I should have it because you know I picked up Universal Soldier on Blu-ray, and that's a great movie. That yeah. still holds on. Uh, yeah, I need to go back and watch The Patriot too. I loved it at the time. I, I probably would still like it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't dislike it. That's before Roland Emmerich started going insane with his world destruction movies. <laughs> it seems to be his uh his common theme, I guess. Yeah, he's he's almost like trying to bring back the old Irwin Allen disaster crap from the 70s. You know, with the... Was it like 2012 or whatever? What was the Yeah, he did 2012. 2012, okay, yeah. The Mayans said the world was going to end or whatever? Yeah, that's that one. I never saw a bit of that one. The one I did see some of was uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, Which is a fucking joke. I saw that in the theater. Uh, Dude... That scene, because I'd walk in there every now and then, 
Uh, oh, yeah, you were working there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, and that scene where, like, the wolves, you know, they, they had the wolves getting out of the zoo, and they suddenly turned into, like, dire wolves, which have been extinct for thousands of years. <laughs> you know, they're like, no wolves that have existed for a long time. Uh, they're watching them. They're, like, 13 feet long. And the ice, when, <laughs> when New York starts icing over, it's, like, chasing them. They're 13 feet long. They're huge. Uh, that was ridiculous. Um, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's like he's trying to go back to the heyday of Poseidon Adventure and Towering Inferno. And, uh... You know, the Towering Inferno is boring. I don't even understand how that damn thing got so many Oscar nominations and, and wins, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, Poseidon Adventure was better. I don't think I've ever seen either one of them. I check out Poseidon Adventure. It's got a good cast. Uh, Gene Hackman's really good in it. Uh, I think uh, Towering Inferno had a ride in uh, Universal when I went there when I was a kid. I don't doubt it. That's the kind of thing, it's a cool idea for for. Uh, you know, uh, an amusement park ride. It's not something you want to sit through for two and a half hours. <laughs> it's something you want to stand in line for two and a half hours. Yeah. To ride for five minutes. Dude, I may actually have it. Because I bought a four pack of some glass of films. You don't even know what you have. I've got. I know, exactly. I, you know, I, I buy this stuff on sale, and then I haven't gotten around to watching one. Man. <laughs> we were talking about something last time. You're like, I've never seen that one. You're like, oh, wait, I have it right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty much exactly how it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I picked up the uh, Blu-ray set of Star Trek uh, a few years back. I never opened it. Well, uh, I just sold it. I sold it for a little more than what I paid for it. The so, uh, the, the new Star Trek? No, 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 it's a classic one that they put on Blu-ray. But oh, okay. I I managed to find all the DVDs of big special editions. You know, like like Star Trek Two, where they put it on Blu-ray is not the extended cut, the director's cut. It's just a theatrical version. Oh, that's stupid. So I, I just stuck with the DVD. I was able to find them at Big Lots. They had a whole bunch of them. Um, uh, about a year or two ago, and I just picked those up. Um, so I, I'll just keep those. Yeah, I don't blame yeah, you. Oh, there. Those are probably better to watch like that anyway. Well, they've got so many special. Features and everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Let's see if I've got fantastic. Yeah, fantastic voyage. The Lost World, Towering Inferno, and Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Uh, God damn. I'll have to skip it. Put me to sleep. Yeah, I'm. I tried to watch that Lost World. That's a 1961 version. Remember when Alan did? 
It's uh-huh. bad. I can't. I can't get through it. It's one where he just kept, you know, gluing fins and horns to, you know, monitor lizards and iguanas. <laughs> you know, that's not one. There's nothing in there that looks like a real dinosaur. So, hmm. well, shit, man, you want to go and get this thing started? Just to... yeah, yeah, man. Make I sure they don't because they they cut us off last time. I don't want to. I don't want that to happen again. Was it a time thing or what? I'm not sure. It, it may have been. We were on there for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, I know. We talked for like two hours, and we recorded for like two hours, and we were on there for like another hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but I'm not in a okay, hurry. Yeah. I, mean, I got a I got a twelve pack next to me, so I'm ready to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on my last spot down on this. Oh. You may have to help me uh, right. stay afloat here. Um. What was that fellow's name? Uh, Jeffrey Lewis. I said. Yeah. I'm not seeing him right here. <laughs> By the way, real quick, uh <laughs> um <laughs> uh that Spooky Empire Mayhem, I saw they added the uh, lead singer of uh, Pantera. <laughs> what? Yeah. So how many people do they have now? Is it like three? It's like him and like uh, that's it. I don't know, dude. This it's, one this like, year is not good at all. Yeah. Like, who's gonna Speaking buy the other which, team? You know, stick it to that. Um, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, who's gonna buy a a uh, ticket to that? You know. Dude, I don't know. It's just I don't understand why they're having trouble. Because they did well last year. They had a good lineup too. Um, but uh, yeah, I saw that apparently Robert Zadar never even left Pensacola. That's where he died. You serious? Yeah, apparently. I don't know if he lived down there. One, but. Uh, that's what I saw on, on the news article I was reading about his death. That's Damn. where he died. I mean, he lived there. I I see now I regret not not, you know, going up and talking to him. Yeah, me too. Um mm. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and start this if that's okay. Okay. And then I'll let you know when we're getting ready to play. <clears throat> All right. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. This is going to be another bonus episode. This is going to be a commentary from the 1989 classic Tango and Cash. And uh, to go ahead and get this thing started here, we are, we're going to do a countdown from three, two, one, and press play on on uh, one. Three, two, one, play.
but a great old school Universal logo here. Yeah, with that green. Dale's actually watching this on a DVD. I've got a. Uh, this is on uh, on Voodoo, so it may not be synced up exact, but we'll be close enough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure that they remastered this movie from Voodoo. Have you, uh, did you watch it? Oh, oh, it on Voodoo? Yeah, copy. Yeah, it's supposed to be the HDX. Oh no, no, I haven't seen it. I'm just watching this DVD. That's why I bought it on there. Oh, okay. I've got the the double pack. I think with Cobra in it as well, but. Uh, uh, can't seem to find that right now. There we go. I, I keep forgetting he's like right there. There's the man right there. That's the reason why we wanted to watch this tonight was uh, the uh, passing of, of Robert Zadar. That's a shame. We'll, we'll dedicate this show to him. Uh, rest in peace. We actually had a chance to meet him at uh, oh shit, what was the name of that convention we went to? Pensacon. Pensacon, that's right. Yeah, he was there, and and I kind of, you know, I'm sorry I didn't, uh, you know, get a chance to talk to him now. But you called it, man. You, you know, you you said he's not going to be around much longer, and you were right. Yeah, well, you know, I saw him there. He had a wheelchair there next to him. He just. He, he was not in good health. He could just tell. Um, I hate I hate that I was right. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I he was to, in very good health for a while. Yeah. Um, I just think it's interesting. He was there. And it's not just him, but he was there with uh, the two dudes from Mystery Science Theater when they yeah. ripped on two of his movies. Um, yeah, Soul Taker and uh, fuck, another complete piece of shit from uh, early 90s director VHS. Oh, god damn it. Like Time War or something like that that had puppet oh, dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, wow. Right around the time Carnosaur was you know, pumping um, out sequels left and right. Um, Post Jurassic Park. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Ray Dawn Chong was there too. And her movie City Limits was a Mystery Science Theater episode. Oh, really? There's Jeffrey Lewis right there. Really? So I couldn't find him credited in here. Yeah. I'll be damned. He's right there. Yeah. Yeah, I just found out tonight he passed away. That's yeah. a damn shame. Dude, don't even, even look on here again. He's, I don't think he's credited in this movie. Oh, wait, there he is. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. No time. Damn. Yeah, rest in peace, Jeffrey Lewis as well. We 
found that out after we'd already planned on doing this. But yeah, yeah, I I hate that man. He uh, he was in so much stuff. He uh, of course he was that uh, I mean villain and um, high plane stripper. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you know he was also in a TNT movie called The Rough Riders. Okay, about the about Theodore Roosevelt's Rough Riders during the uh, Spanish American War. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, he's in that. He's really, really good in that. What is that guy's name? James Wong. No, that's racist. Yeah, it's racist because I said his last name. Uh, at least I wasn't a total asshole and asked, what's his name? And start smashing pants together. I don't even say anything. I just do that. Like a bunch of assholes keep doing. Uh, or James Hong. He was in... Um, God, he was in a lot of stuff. I think he's still around, yeah. though. James Hong, you're right. Hong, okay. Let me uh, let me backpedal a little bit here. Um, quite a few continuity errors there just in that opening sequence. Um, well, well, first of all, I have a question for you. See if you know the answer. Why? Why exactly did he dump out his bullets and then put in new bullets? What was the significance of that? It's it's badass. I mean, we're supposed to believe he has special bullets or some shit, right? I guess so. They shoot through oil tankers. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's going to be all right. Shit. Jack Burton's got it rough. The agents are just trying to kill him left and right. Between this and Big Trouble. Yeah. No doubt. This guy probably was in big, big trouble, too. Yeah. That would have been funny if he jumped out of the window right into the set of Big Trouble, and that's just how it starts. <laughs> yeah. When, so this was 89. When was Big Trouble? That had to have been right around there sometime. 80, that may have been 87. Okay. Because, I mean, his hair looks the exact same. It does. There's Big Trouble right there. Oh, 86. Fuck your cans. Yeah, this is a set of uh, Cobra. Damn. We really need to watch a lot of these action movies and then watch the last action movie. Yeah. I don't really think Last Action Hero is as bad as a lot of people say. But I, I I have to say, man, I love certain parts of it. You just got I people mean, fucking. The parodies. There we go. They're fucking. Yeah. Uh, there's your titties. The, uh, but at least they did it there in the parking garage instead of waiting yeah. until later when that prison. And just, like, just a, an anal free for all. They couldn't do it in prison. It's just all hanging brain. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you got the setup here about what's what you know, a couple of badasses these guys are. <clears throat> Kurt Russell's taking bullets in the chest and still, you know, chasing this dude. Yeah, it's done nothing to him, even though it would have bruised the living fuck out of him. That would have hurt or whatever. <laughs> I want this shit, though. This dude. That laser sight is ridiculous, man. I know, I know, man. It's as big as the gun. <laughs> the fuck? Uh. So, yeah, this is when Gorbachev was was uh, pretty... was always in the news, I guess, uh Cold War was still still hot. He was winding down here in eighty six. Um, yeah, I remember that being a being a kid, not really knowing exactly what was going on, but you know, it being all over pop culture. <laughs> Ooh, my dad made sure I saw and watched on TV the uh, the fall of the war. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't understand the significance of it, but I do remember. Yeah. I'm glad he had me watch yeah. it. I don't remember actually watching, and I'm sure I probably saw clips of it or whatever. But um, I don't know if you remember this, and this may sound crazy, but you remember Super Kmart? Yeah, that's like a car dealership or some shit now. Um, <clears throat> it's a CarMax now. Yeah, yeah. But they had pieces of the Berlin Wall for sale there. What? Yeah. God. I mean, certainly it was, it was bullshit, but still. How much were they charging? Do you remember? I, I have no fucking idea, dude. I was so young. I remember they built that Super Kmart, and they had such a problem with shoplifting. It was terrible that they shut really? it down. <clears throat> and, uh, that, I mean, it looked like shit. It was in, in Jackson. The people in Jackson just are pieces of shit when it comes to that. Not all of them, but, uh, I mean, you can't have a business like that in Jackson. You just can't. Um, Obviously. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it shut it down, and then Kmart went about and renovated it, made it look really nice, and reopened it. Yeah, and it was reopened for maybe a year before Kmart just just said fuck it. Yeah. Um, I think Kmart Kmart nationally, more, uh, I think nationally it was closing stores all over though. Yeah, they were. There's still one just an hour south of here. Really? Coast. Yeah, surprisingly. See, at this point, you don't know whether Terry Asher is his girlfriend or his daughter or who the fuck she is. All of the above. I think I was assuming that, that she was his daughter first time I saw it.
Now, why didn't why did he switch out that big ass fucking handgun he had for that tiny one? That's a good question. Here, here comes some uh, good old fashioned police brutality. Yep. Yeah. The good old days, I like to call them. I like how they just have him hanging out in the bathroom, though. Yeah. The perp's just in there using the urinal by himself. Yeah. Now he's going to pull his uh, balls out. <laughs> he's about to teabag him. Yeah. <laughs> just pissing on his face. Um, you know, another one we need to do is uh, Dick Tracy, which I haven't oh, seen in years. Uh, I haven't either. Oh. I told you my grandmother brought me to see that. Oh, yeah. I see, I saw it in theaters, too. I saw it at uh, uh, DeVille with my grandmother. Oh, really? The only movie she ever brought me to, I think. Did you like it? No, I didn't like it when I was a kid. (laughs) I know they marketed the shit out of it, though. Oh, man, yeah. Fucking Al Pacino was like pussy face or something. Yeah, they're all they're all different pussy faces. So he's like roast beef face, and the other one's chew bubble gum face. Meat curd face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just have the man in the boat. Uh, yeah, I just remember the the uh, makeup effects ridiculous in there. You know what? I love the look of it. I love that they tried to make most of them look like the actual cartoon characters. Yeah. I think yeah. that's awesome. Uh, but I don't like Warren Beatty. I don't like him at all. Because the motherfucker is so egotistical, he wouldn't let them do that with his pretty fucking face. Yeah. You know, so he can eat shit. I don't know, man. I don't really think Warren Beatty was even relevant anymore at that time. I mean, I know he was back in the day, but I mean, God damn. No, no, he, I'm trying to think of anybody else who could have, dude, I mean, you could have gotten fucking, uh, Charlie Sheen could have done it, you know, just anybody who had a pronounced chin or anybody, they, they could have gotten Woody Allen to do it and it would have been better. Well, that might be stretching him, but, uh, all right, I'm, I'm just, uh. Blinded by the palace. Yeah. <laughs> in that He's very gonna... dapper white suit and his wall of televisions. And he's going to drop down and uh, look at that really effeminate statue behind him. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, he's not far away from looking like the fucking uh, Colonel Sanders. 
No. Put a goatee on him. Yeah. Put a little salt patch on him. He's going to make those rats do push-ups. There we go. Yeah, just sniff them. Mm. What the fuck? He keeps doing it. <laughs> they called him Mike, too. Uh, he's just going to put them in his pants. Right up his ass. Yeah, he, while he's talking to them without breaking a sweat, he just puts a big PVC pipe in his butthole and shows those rats in there. Dinner time. And Richard Gere's just in the corner, just furiously tearing himself up. Just, just giggling. I love that he blames Stallone for that uh, that rumor. Really? Yes. Yeah, apparently, Stallone told everybody Richard Gere puts gerbils in his asshole. That's hilarious, dude. I didn't know that. That's how the story goes. I don't know if it's true, but God, I hope it is. You know, uh, hearing that, uh, Stallone's a better writer than I thought. Yeah. He can come up with a story like that. That's more than I would have given him credit for. Yeah. Uh, I like reading about, like, this guy here, this this uh, British dude. Ryan James. He was supposed to have a much smaller role. Yeah, and uh, Stallone loved him so much he gave him a bigger role. And had to keep talking in that ridiculous accent of his. Yeah, um, he is awesome. He does a great job. Yeah, yeah, he does. God, <laughs> I don't even remember laser sights being that big. I remember them being big, but not that big. I mean, I mean, size-wise. I'm wondering what that's meant for, uh, what what it, its original intention was for, because this year's fault was not for handguns. Did, like, NASA develop that shit, and then two minutes later it was in this movie? Because, goddamn, it is huge. Yeah. It's really distracting. I can't get over it. Yeah, I also read that uh, they were originally going to get Swayze to be in this instead of Kurt Russell. I could see that. But uh, Swayze, I can't do I mean, the hair is the exact same. Uh, it is. But Swayze uh, chose not to do this. He chose to do Roadhouse instead. Uh, that's, that's a good call on his part. Uh-huh. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I do. He would have been great in this, but I'm I'm glad Kurt Russell was in it. I I think Swayze could have done this instead of Russell, but I don't think anybody but fucking Swayze could have done Roadhouse. Like when I think of Swayze, I think of Roadhouse. So you know, yeah, like that that's the number one movie that comes to mind. And then Red Fucking Dawn.
That's when they started making out. Yeah, uh-huh. there we go. He just saw Invasion USA and shoot him in the dick. Uh-huh. So what was, uh, you remember the first time you saw this movie? Uh, I saw bits and pieces on television first. Yeah. Uh, in its entirety? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was in heavy rotation um, in the 90s. But, uh, yeah. I think I remember maybe late night on WGN or some shit in the uh, the nineties, early nineties. Yeah. And WGN was that <laughs> straight out of Chicago? Yeah, we still have it, I think. Yeah, I think so too. That's was a good channel. channel. That had Nightcore. Really? I think so. I think that's the one that Nightcore come on at night. Yeah, it was one of the best ones. It was like, it would not start putting infomercials on. It would just keep playing, you know, syndicated TV shows. Yeah. The main thing I remember about WGN is uh, Bozo. What's what? Bozo. Bozo the Clown? Oh, Bozo. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that quite a bit. Yeah, I think it was, you know, not early in the morning, but maybe around 10 or 11 o'clock. Yeah, I I remember seeing it on, like, God, what was it, Sunday mornings? Or was it an everyday thing? I think it was an everyday thing. Okay. You know, I don't know if you knew this, but there were like four or five different bozos throughout the country. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I didn't know that. I thought just over the time they were doing that. I mean, at the same time. Oh. No, I, I had no that. idea. But obviously we grew up with the Chicago bozo. <sighs> Always lots of weird stuff. They always show like uh, like Cubs, Cubs stuff. Cubs games would be on there, and uh, you know, like when nobody else was showing baseball, they'd be showing baseball all, you know in the middle of the day. Yeah, that was back before there were like thirty ESPNs when you could watch whatever you wanted whenever you know. When not all that stuff was televised constantly. Uh, it's too much now. Uh, well, I mean, you can't really complain about, you know, not being able to see a game because of whatever reason. I mean, no. even if it's blacked out, you can still pay to get it on pay-per-view, you know. We're spoiled. Looks like there were several things, like, you know, hell, cartoons. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, Oh, it's Michael Jeter, or Jeter, yep. however you say his name. Like Jeter. Yeah, Ethan, he's gone. I really liked him. Yeah, man, the majority of this fucking film, everybody's dead. He died of AIDS, I like. Yes. I thought so. Last thing I remember him in was The Green Mile. Oh, dude. Even after that, he kept doing uh, Sesame Street. Playing as Mr. Noodle. I didn't realize that. And uh, I always watched Sesame Street. Since he was Mr. Noodle. Well into my 20s. Uh, uh, (laughs) No, he he was good in that, though. I mean, he did that. I think he kept doing that until he just couldn't anymore. Yeah. Um, they did what, what was Green Mile 99? I believe so. I think it was 1999. Um, he was also in uh, God, he was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Uh, but see, after even after Green Mile, he was in Jurassic Park 3. Oh, wow. Uh, I think that's where he got AIDS. <laughs> Uh, rim shot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I need to keep symbols right here. <laughs> Whenever I say something stupid. I think the the biggest uh the biggest flaw right here is just the fact that this trial, like I mean, they're like tried and convicted so quickly. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how powerful Jack Palance is. Yeah, I think if I read correctly, Sloan actually has to wear those glasses. He did. He did. I think he loses them uh, in about ten minutes, but. He's supposed to be yeah, the, was, uh, the the intellectual, I guess. Yeah, he is. And uh, he's supposed to be the, the top, and uh, oh, okay. Russell's supposed to be the bottom. The power bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll find out as soon as I sit to prison. Because yeah. after that, it's, it's, it's just it's yeah. a buffet of holes. <laughs> wow. Great choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that guy play the judge before. I'm sure. The most damning piece of evidence is the fucking audio. This bullshit. 
Yeah, I like how it all hands on that one guy's testimony. Yeah, the, oh, that was uh, it. Specialist. Oh, yeah, it's them. I love that wig Jeffrey Lewis is wearing now. Uh-huh. See that dude, the judge. His his upper lip is just like. Uh, oh God! Oh, what the hell is his name? Sam. Uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. That's that's a begging for a mustache, man. Dude, that'd be a killer mustache. Like, it's a crime that it doesn't have one. Well, yeah, like, trying to think, my upper lip might be an inch, maybe. Like, from my nose down, and his is, like, at least five. Shit, mine may not be an inch. Look at that. Look at that shit. Yeah, he he could grow, like, three mustaches right there. Yeah, I mean, he he could donate mustaches. Good to uh, lots of love, yeah. God damn, <laughs> I do facial hair for, for cancer patients, <laughs> but they, they do it really shitty, so it always like a gorilla mask. It's like they glue their pubes on their face, mm hmm. It looks like uh, Team America, you know, when they they disguise him to look like he's, uh, you know, Middle Eastern. Yeah. Uh, Man, what the hell is that in that glass? It's like a test tube full of liquor. That's the way to drink it. I guess a man who sniffs rats uh, drinks his liquor like this. Now, at least they don't brutally murder these rats like they did in the last movie we did a commentary on. Yeah. It's going to have to be a while before I revisit that one. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that one one is seriously begging for a sequel. Just Bobby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Bobby would be a more interesting movie, actually. Oh, like yeah. Just a, like, uh, honey, I blew up the baby, but, like, really uh, dark and demented. <laughs> he's just, like, killing everybody. He just, he's just got wood rage. All right, so there we go. That's, that, that's oh, why the ladies yeah, are coming out. Ladies? Yeah. I think it's just the ladies. Sure. Here we go. All right. <laughs> And notice they're they're allowed to take showers alone, first of all. 
And also notice how Stallone there is allowed to keep his uh, necklace, which I don't think he would be allowed to keep uh, in prison. Oh, yeah, good point. They took his glasses, but he he, he keep his necklace. Yeah. Uh, he's probably got... He's probably got his cock ring on, too, oh. just waiting for it to get engorged. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, he's ready. <laughs> yeah, he's like ready giving for... a perfect opportunity. I dropped the soap over here, Folly. Come on. They keep. They can't help but glance at each other's jaw. Yeah, they just can't help it. This is this is really awkward. Ugh. Mm. I mean, I mean, they they could be like they could probably have like one shower in between them, and it'd be all right. Yeah, and there's plenty of showers. This this right here. I love these movies like this, or the prisons like this. Yeah. In a constant state of revolt. No, it's like <laughs> a prison in Watchmen. Yeah. Like, God damn, they're throwing, like, things on fire, and these guards don't even react. Dude, yeah, it's like... God, there, there's... There he is. There's the chin. And he could, like, rest his next bump of cocaine, like, right on his chin right there. Dude. Everything Dude, what are the movies like this? Well, it's like everything's on fire. Yeah. Oh, there's they've they've already got the porn out there for him. Oh, yeah. that's right, because he's they're not together. We're about to see another awesome cameo. Yeah, yeah, he's he's still the toilet. Hmm. Whoa, Blair. I wonder how many times this guy played a prisoner in his career. As many times as he wanted, considering how I mean, he was always big like, he is. The, you know, the intimidating guy. Like, I remember an episode of Martin when he got locked up for something, and he was in there. You know, I used to have that gorilla thing. That was my King Kong figure. <laughs> the teddy bear without a head. Oh, there's the head. Yeah, I just yeah. Okay, I didn't even notice that before. He fucking the hole in his body. Yes, yes he is. Damn. 
It was just funny looking at Colin Howard, how he looked the same from, yeah. like, when he was, like, five in an episode of Star Trek. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I watched... Uh, uh, I, I watched Lockup, uh, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's kind of the same thing. It's not as bad as this, but the prisons are ridiculous. Well, they've also got like yeah. free reign almost in the prison. Is, yeah, is Lockup the one where they're like building a car the whole time? Yeah, that that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Donald Sutherland is the uh Okay the warden. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit like Tom Sizemore. Uh one of his first roles. Oh really? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got ticks all over him. Just shoving estrogen down his down his throat. Damn. Scene deleted where uh where they get raped. Yeah. They delete it every time. Like, they're going to get raped here, too. Yeah, I'll show it. I mean, prisoners just walk around wherever the hell they want in this prison. Yeah. Setting newspaper on fire. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's able to just show up in there. Wait, you said this was 89? Yeah. Yeah, that's the same year he did Batman, then. Okay. Man, he's so intimidated. <laughs> he just turns into the thing right there. <laughs> Kills everybody. God, I love Jack Powell. It's even in the dark there. Yeah. 
and I got space. But it's so proportionate, though. It is. That's true. <clears throat> That's what's so profile. weird about that. The what? The profile on it. I know. That's that's. That's what I'm saying. It's like he didn't make him ugly. It just made him. It's just weird that it it it, it did his face like that, you know, where everything is like that instead of being lumpy and misshapen. Yeah, that's true. It is proportionate. And I gotta say, I'm glad for him that he managed to get into acting. You know, oh, sure. And use that to his uh, his advantage. See, it's a shame uh, Shawshank Redemption didn't have a scene like this. <clears throat> yeah, Shawshank should have had more rape in it, too. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have enough. Especially with Tim Robbins. This is so ridiculous, man. God. (laughs) What the hairy dude? Now, is that guy still alive? That uh, Cockney dude? I think he passed away a couple years ago, too. Damn. Double check. Yep, 99. Wow. Okay. Jack Fallon should have gotten an Oscar for this, too. Oh, another one that had a ridiculous set. I watched this in prison. Was uh, was a death warrant? Yeah, yeah. I haven't uh, seen death warrant since since you know those VHS days. I want to see it again. Yeah, it's good, man. It, it actually is. It's one of uh, the more enjoyable action movies. That's not the one with Sandman in it, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. With, uh, wasn't it Patrick Kirkpatrick? Okay. Yeah, I remember that one. I always, like, I remember Lionheart and uh, Death Warrant came out, like, really close to each other. And I was, like, back in my... Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, man, damn heyday. I like both of those. I like mine on better. Now, Van Damme had more watchable action movies, you know, than anybody else. I'd say, you know, Chuck Norris would have been right behind him. I think. Uh, Well, maybe right there with them. I'd say Stallone. I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, that's too. I, so uh, I just keep got, thinking of 
point. You know, cliffhanger coming out around this time, or you know, soon after. Um, I just keep thinking of Seagull. Seagull only has like a few really good ones. Very few. Yeah. I haven't really seen a lot of Seagull stuff. I saw the one with uh, the Keenan Ivory Way and the Glimmer Man. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, Not a big fan. I, see, of that. I, I saw his uh, next one though. I think with Jaw Rule. Yeah, Half Fast Dead. Yeah. That was not very good either. No, not at all. Like, with Seagull, it's like Above the Wall and Alpha Justice is really good. It's Mark for Death. Um, and then he's got others that are entertaining in their own way, like uh, Fire Down Below. Under yeah. Siege is good. Under Siege, yeah. I've uh, seen Fire Down Below. I've seen Under Siege, Under Siege 2. Uh, executive Decision is one of his best. <laughs> What? Kurt uh, Russell was in that too, wasn't he? Yeah. That were those the girl die in like the first five minutes? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> I, I don't know. You, you get the feeling that he's going to be like the guy who saves the day, but no. I don't know if that's what they intended in the you know from the beginning or what. Well, or they like filmed it and he was just such a prick they got rid of him. I don't know. I'm sure if they paid him what he asked for, that's all that mattered. You should look up um, songs from the Crystal Cave. I'm not sure if it's on YouTube or not, but it's his it's his albums that he's done, his singing albums. Oh my God! How how bad is that? I haven't listened to it in a long time, but it's it's a goal. It's pretty bad. Do you remember he had an energy drink not too long ago? I had a one an interview. No, no an energy drink. Oh, it, oh God! What was that called? Dude, it was the most god awful thing I've ever had. And I like really? energy drink. Like, it was fucking nasty. It tasted like you grinded up a bunch of, like, ancient Chinese medicines into a fucking vat of caffeine or something. I don't know. It was gross. Just that medicine taste, you know? Yeah. It's like it took a bunch of ginkgo and ginseng and just, you know, carbonated it. And that was it. No, it sold it at Walmart, so it, it got pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, traction, I guess. Let me look it up here and tell you what it's called. Oh God, it's so stupid looking too. Lightning bolt. Well, that's, uh, lightning bolt. That's that's really not a very unique name. No. Uh, for that. And 
there's there's Chinese script all over it or Asian script of some sort. But uh it's probably Japanese since he pretty much considers himself Japanese. Yeah. Um even though he's not. No, no, not at all. But one thing, uh, Danny Boyle, you know, the director, just oh, yeah. made a new movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it stars Ayako Fujitani, who, uh, she's a Japanese actress. She's around our age. Uh, she was in the Gamera trilogy of the 90s, from 95, 96, and 99. She's okay. Seagal's daughter. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, they just—I think they just had a premiere of that movie, uh, like within the last few days. Okay, so I'm—I'm I'm wondering how that is. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, he didn't put out fucking Stephen Root. They're dead on the ground. Yeah, Milton. Yeah, they sent him after he just sniffing him out with his chin. (laughs) You know, talking about the uh, Steven Seagal movies, like you know, the shit really hit the fan when he was doing like Job Rule and stuff, and he didn't much worse movies than that, but the the covers were always funny because they were like so photoshopped, like his 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 body was like photoshopped to be not all like fat. Yeah. Oh I know man. Some of that stuff though I put his head, you know, with the chin on like, you know, the body of somebody who looks like DJ Qualls. Yeah. Some shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's you know, I, it's to be expected he would get a little bigger with age, which he sure. did. I mean, even even from Alfred Justice, which is very thin in that, to, uh, um, you know, just a few years later, like, like Fire Down Below, he had gained quite a bit of weight. But yeah. that's not all from being just older. That's from that's, that's from indulging in a lot of sake and... Well, that, that Japanese food will do it to you. I think Japanese yeah, food is known for being... Really super high and fat. Hey, he's eating Not that really. stew that they make for uh, sumo wrestlers. <laughs> That's all he, he eats all the time. It's just chicken wings. He's like, I'm Japanese as fuck. Like, just pounding chicken wings. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's just, he's waiting for the next big thing to come from McDonald's. to try that out. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, him gaining a little bit of weight, but it's it's just the, you know, just the presumption that, you know, we're going to believe that, you know, that's him. Well, the same guy in the movie is, you know, the guy on the cover. And, you know, he never changed his his style. He always wore that fucking, like, gi. Yeah. That's the problem. You know, him being bigger, I could care less about. Right. Him being bigger, but acting like he's five, it's a problem. I mean, like, you just know, pop like a Hawaiian that. shirt on, like everybody else, you know, and get the, you know, get busy. Yeah, that's why I wear Hawaiian shirts all the time. But, 
that's that's the thing. Like that that show he did in Louisiana. Yeah. Like, cops that were bigger than him were getting out arresting these kids. Yeah. And Chagall's just sitting there. He's just sitting in the driver's side. So they'll bring the kid over to him. He'll give him a life lesson. He's like a, a living fat fortune cookie. <laughs> and, uh, exactly what he is. And uh, they'll be like, oh, shit, it's a goal. They pay no attention to what he says, which is usually gibberish. And then they send him on their way. I love your movies, but I was a fetus. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, you need to see that show up you haven't. Oh, I want to. I, I, I want to see all of it. Hey, it's the goal vision or whatever that is. He's got those yellow glasses on. Yeah, dude. And he's like teaching the other cops. Yeah, like how to fight and self-defense and shit like that when he can barely do the moves himself. Oh, yeah. he. I mean, this recent US, UFC fight, he apparently taught a bunch of people how to do the uh, the death touch. God. I'm serious. That's <laughs> That's awesome. Like, like just a few months ago. Of course, the guy that he was backing, like, lost big time bad. I wonder why. He stayed up the night before, binging on chicken wings, like you said. Uh-huh. See, that's, that's a pretty unrealistic jump right there. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean... Action movies are, you know, what they are, but. You got Dude, it. you know in real life he would have to be inching down there. Oh, shit, the chin. <laughs> I love that. Uh his character's name is actually Faith in the movie, so. Oh, it's kind of like a joke in and of itself. Yeah, big face, drop. Fifty foot drop, no problem. Wow. but you know they they need to do this more realistically, where he lands and just compound fractures everywhere. Like his Break. bones literally shoot out of his knees. <laughs> Breaks both of his legs instantly. Yeah. Oh, shit. For some reason, you've got a grappling hook. I'm going to unhook it from my body. Oh, shit. Oh, no. There goes the face. He's okay. It's raining balls, man. <laughs> it's like there's like ten rain machines like going full force up there. Yeah, I know. He didn't even he have that no shit in his mouth a second ago. 
Don't worry about it. And watch this draw. I love all the sparks. That's the best part. Yeah. Ah, damn. Oh, yeah, this is a funny. I hate Danish. I got the that's a dig at uh, Bridget uh, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Damn, how old were they married? This is eighty nine. They they were married during Cobra, which was eighty five. Oh, they were. It hadn't been too long. Like I said in one of our previous podcasts, at least he was you know with her during her best looking years. Yeah, before fucking Rumpelstiltskin showed up and seduced her away from him. <laughs> hey, can you imagine the estrogen in the room? I mean, the, uh, the testosterone in the room when those two get together? Oh, and, dear. Uh, <laughs> Him, him, and uh, and her, and uh, Dolph Lundgren and Grace Jones, man. Flavor Flav. I could just secrete that <laughs> and, and bottle it. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like Grace Jones and Bridget Nelson. Are, the quiz are just massive. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like that. Uh, that uh, that poor oh, guy. One night in China. Yeah. He's just giving him sugars and kisses. Man. That's rough. Dude, I never watched it, but I read an awesome review of it. Oh God, a review! Unfortunate pictures. Yeah, it's on a, a website called uh, Something Awful. I'm doing and, the wrong uh, kind of reviews. It, it was like a, a humorous kind of review, but yeah, they showed. They showed her uh, her jock. Oh yeah, and it was, I, I've, it was, I've seen it. God, God I've watched damn, a good bit of it. Like cringing the entire time. <laughs> it's really weird what that's, what uh, you know testosterone does to the female body. Yeah, it's like a little mini, like three inch dick on there. It's a little. Little thumb dick. Um, I, I just need to interject here. I was talking about Star Trek earlier with Clint Howard. He was in another episode of Star Trek. That dude. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like the Q. Yeah, the goofy Q. But, uh, mm. like, I mean, is that supposed to be funny? Like, from the look of your diet? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're fucking Italian. Yeah, he's supposed to eat that shit. He has to. 
I eat fucking tuna fish and whey protein. That's it. Oh, man. These one-liners. They're terrible. I really think this movie would be better without Stallone in it. <laughs> the more I think about it. I really do. He's such a dickhead. Just knowing that, like, he thought this was such a, like, complex character. Oh, I know he would pretty much take over the production of movies. Oh, like, yeah. that's why Judge Dredd turned out the way it did. You mean you mean awesome? Yeah, hey, awesome. Yep. <laughs> that was definitely, definitely Stallone just then. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was like Matt LeBlanc or something like that. <laughs> oh, going to the sound lab. Really? It looks like that? Yeah, that's awesome. He's got a fucking, like, radar up top there. What the hell's going on up there? Like tracking missiles or some shit up there. Is that a? Oh, okay. I thought there was a scope on there for a second. Should be. That was a missed opportunity right there. Now Wolfer Brimley coming in there with an axe, just smashing uh, all uh, that. Wolfer Brimley with a with a bow and arrow. Oh, dude. And Boudin, he's just he he just popping Boudin. <laughs> There's too many references in here, man. We're, <laughs> we're just like action movie crazy. Oh man, he's just—he's like Frank from Sunny. He's just got like a pocket full of like six boudins. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> I've only had that once, and. uh at a bar in, in Texas. Oh, yeah. God, it was so greasy, man. It was good. I just don't think that's exactly how it should have been cooked. It's it's actually supposed to be boiled. Yeah, that's what I thought. What is, you must have had it fried. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm not a, a huge fan of it myself, but I think it's one of those things that if you get it done really well, I'm sure it's really good. I was wasted when I was eating it, so I mean, it was good to me, but it may have been terrible. Well, I'm not a big big fan of liver myself, but but I'll try it again. I don't want to dismiss it. All right, ride your motorcycle off for some reason. <laughs> it's actually Stallone just going up there. Yeah. Who the fuck is Catherine? We don't know any Catherine. We know Harley McCunt, and here she comes. 
the epileptics are just going. They're just spazzing out down there. (laughs) Another giant uh, fan there. God damn, he is falling there, too. Reused that fan from earlier. Who the fuck is Catherine? Oh, man. Do I? Um, I watched a lot of um, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares while I was in town. Yeah. uh, It's hilarious how many Italians are on that show and how many of them try to... It's like they're all rejects from the cast of Goodfellas (laughs) on there. It's really fucking funny. They're all talking with a thick accent. They're all pissed off all the time. But, I mean, Gordon Ramsay's more pissed off, so. He's just cussing yeah. everybody out, calling them cunts. Everybody's a cunt. But uh, I just thought that was, that was funny. Everybody's a wanker. Yeah, everybody. Everyone. I don't know. That gets old in me pretty quickly, but I think that dude's an asshole. Oh, yeah, I, don't, he is. I don't really watch the show. i tell you something I did like was he did a show called Hotel Nightmares. I had seen some of that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. I'll tell you, the American Kitchen Nightmares is all about the drama and bullshit. Yeah. Which is a big failing point. The UK Kitchen Nightmares is actually really good because it, it, it's literally just about him uh, try to fix these restaurants, you know. And he's not nearly the asshole you make him out to be. Just, just my watch of the U.S. one, you know. They had yeah. to crank it up. There's more titties. More. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. We got dudes' asses and titties. We need more dudes' asses. He's gonna drop trial right there. I know they've done a, uh, man, it's got enough bronzer on to hurt somebody. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, I know there's a, there's a children's kitchen nightmares. Mm-hmm. They just call on all these, like, eight-year-old cunts. <laughs> Your fucking shit's terrible. Get out of my sight, you cunt. Yeah, they're trying to make macaroni and cheese. It's just like spitting in their faces and shit. Throwing hot mac and cheese all in their lap. <laughs> they're just trying to like open their Dunkaroos and he's just like <laughs> shits in their face. <laughs> there we go. That was a money shot. That's China. Yeah, this China right there. Yeah, that's what I look for in a woman—a massive ass chin. <laughs> I want 
I want a chin I can hide at least three or four quarters in there. Dude, he's got like a five o'clock shadow too. I mean, you know, something I've thought about is is how much of a bitch would it be shaving inside that chin? Like, how would you get it? I mean, like, not only like dirt and shit would get trapped in there, but like, how would you shave? No hair grows in there. You need like a I, I, a very special set of tools. Just nair, just scrub nair yeah. all in there. That's just another odd thing. Yeah, I'll slip it back in. Dude, how long is he and Goldie Hall been together? No idea, man. A long ass time. It's got to be at least 30 years. Hey, Stallone, I'm fucking your 15-year-old daughter. <laughs> daughter slash girlfriend. Slash wife. Daughter slash girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, you still don't know. You still don't know what their situation is. No. Like, he, like, comes in and says, that's my sister. He shoves her up above him and starts massaging him. He just like screams gabagool. The hell. Hey, <laughs> fuck are you? <sighs> I mean, wh- you're just going to watch? I mean, what the hell, dude? Yeah. That's my fucking He's trying to keep the load in. Bam. There you go. That's nice. That's a good one. Like, you didn't know that was him. You're, like, looking at his face. Like, oh, oh, my bad. Tango. Well, he didn't have the scope on his gun, so he couldn't see. <laughs> Forgot my glasses. Oh, shit, that's you. You're supposed to be wearing glasses. But now we find out that's his sister. His sister, girlfriend? Mother, wife. His aunt. <laughs> that's my fucking aunt. What the hell else was Terry Hatcher doing around this time? I have no idea, man. What did uh, what did Lewis and Clark start? Oh yeah, I bet it was soon after this, huh? She got that tango push. I may be wrong on this, but was she in a Bond movie or no? 
She was. She was in one of the ones with uh, Pierce Brosnan. You know, Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, God. <laughs> well, no, Tomorrow Never Dies is a terrible... It's what no, we're talking about. She was in a Tales from the Crypt episode. I remember that one. She was in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation in 1988. I think I remember that. Oh, so that's season two? Yep. Okay. She was in a lot of shit, man. She was in Quantum Leap, uh, Murphy Brown. She had a recurring character in MacGyver. Uh, Shit. I think they're bringing MacGyver back, too. And fucking, of course they are. (laughs) Why not? Maybe that's what I remember her from, is MacGyver. They should bring back Mantis. <laughs> I, I tried to like that show, man. I really did. That and Forever Night. I, I tried to like that one, too, and I didn't. I don't really recognize any of this shit. Like, she had a small role in Straight Talk. Uh, soap Dish. Just lots of TV work, and then uh, she was in Two Days in the Valley. But Lois and Clark started in 93, so that's probably what she's known for. Mm-hmm. I was quite a fan of hers during those days. I gotta say, she's my favorite Lois Lane. I'll tell you that right now. Dude. Oh, what the hell is the name of the first one? Well, the one from the Christopher Reeve Superman. Margot Kidder? You don't think she's hot? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I never understood why they. Huh? I don't know, man. Not at all. I mean, there was no sex appeal. I don't think. Even when yeah, I was younger, I you know, like like even during those times, I didn't think she was she was that attractive. I've always been curious why they chose her. I think she does a good job at the role. I like Margaret Kidder a lot as an actress, but uh, I don't. I think that's one thing she never had going for her. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I'm not knocking her acting. It's just, you know how they are usually. They have, like, these fucking commissions set up to find out yeah. somebody who can attract, you know, somebody like the, who's cute and, you know, can right. attract as many demographics as possible. Oh, yeah. They fucking... Uh, They'd test scream the shit out of her. They'd be like, do you want to bang her? Show show of hands. Who wants to bang Margot Kidder? Give them as much beer as they can. 
No, no, okay. Resounding no, okay. <laughs> That's saw, why you won't uh, see somebody like uh, like China play Wonder Woman. Even though yeah. I think she's got the bill to be a badass Wonder Woman. You know. Oh, yeah. Although she had to wear a cup. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's a, you know, we, we've talked about the double standard, but, uh, I saw Superman 3, and I'm trying to think of the, uh, they added somebody for sex appeal in that movie. Um, Is Rich, Richard Pryor? Yeah, they added Richard Pryor, and he was, he was hot as fuck, but, uh, um, wait, no, 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 not, not three. Four. Four? Quest for Peace? Yeah, let me, was it, uh, somebody's, uh, daughter, or, um, Mar- Hemingway. Oh, yeah. She was trying to get on, uh, Superman's dong the whole time. That was just an iconic scene of the movie, I think. Yeah. That's when they start getting into bondage. Bad cop and worst cop. Heard you were fucking Section 8. We don't know what that means. We made that up. <laughs> Fucking lawmy <alarmy> bastard. <laughs> oh, I just noticed his face tattoo. That's pretty cool. Well, I didn't notice that either. Like someone did that with a uh, big pen about three minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, back up, worst cop. They actually say it. Okay. You bump uglies. Maybe should have been called oil and vinegar. What what is that on uh, it's always sunny honey and vinegar? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This 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 truck is badass, by the way. Yeah, it is. 
that should have been the Batmobile in the latest trilogy. I would be down. I don't even know what the hell it is. Some sort of an old Chevy pickup with some crazy thing on the back. I guess it wasn't old at the time, but. Surprise that Gatlin gun thing doesn't have a scope. Yeah, it needs one. Just badass lasers everywhere. It's not far off from that. Now, didn't they repeatedly destroy this truck trying to film oh, the yeah. end of this movie? Oh, really? I'm not sure. I've got so much weird shit on it, you can't even tell what it is. So it's got there. lights on one side, but not on the... Okay. Well, yeah. It's got lights on one side, but it has a gun on the other. It can't have lights over there. Yeah. <laughs> and this fucking maze they're about to go through is the most ridiculous thing on earth. Damn. It really is like a video game. It seriously is. For Jack Balance is uh, the bad guy. Now the big boss. Yeah. So, yeah, you look through the uh, binoculars with him, it looks like it's, like, less than a mile away. It's fine. Yeah. When they actually try to do it, though, it's like they're going through fucking Bosnia and Sarajevo. Oh, there's fucking nukes dropping all around. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that uh, Stallone asked uh, Russell to be in, I think it was Expendables 3. Yeah. But he uh, he declined. You know why? I think he, he said he that, that's not a part of his life he was going to get back into no action movies and stuff. Yeah, but he could do Hateful Eight, huh? Yeah. It may be the script. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the Expendables movies. I saw Expendables 1, and it was fucking awful. I think that might be why he didn't do it. I don't blame him. I mean, everybody in those movies, they're all washed up. Yeah. I mean, Norris did it. I'm surprised Chuck Norris did it. Wasn't Mel Gibson in it, too? Um, not that I know of, man. I mean, he could have had a small role. 
I think he was in the third one, but Bruce Willis was it. Because oh, really? I got tired of working with him. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm serious about that. I think Bruce Willis is kind of a, a butthole. And so I'm just had enough. I've heard that, but consider the subject, you know. Yeah, and that's like a, the, you know, the pot calling the kettle black. Dude, I've forgotten about that shit. He just blew up his own dudes. <laughs> like, <God> damn. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, oh. They've got like twin 50 cows mounted on the fucking Bronco. You'll be all right. Jesus. <laughs> He's just like watching from, the, from his tower of power. Oh, it's no longer. Okay. It extinguished its own. Okay. It is on fire. It's probably actually on fire. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Those are like scouts or something. You just got scouts mounted with shit that that they can't even handle. They couldn't even yeah. handle the recoil on half of that. Right. Dude, oh shit! That's so awesome. What the fuck? <laughs> I gotta say, what the fuck? Every time I watch this movie, when I see that part, right here. Jack Palance is just furiously masturbating. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I was thinking. He's like, <laughs> you think he's got a joystick, but it's just his dick. Yeah, get him, get him. Start raising out and doing push-ups in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's the good thing. Dude, none of those things should should exist. None of them. God, it yeah, they thought up. they were going to use that. It blows up like like it was full of like napalm or something. Why did he even shoot that thing, man? It can only go like five miles an hour. <laughs> oh. Well, no, no, they can't. I can see this uh, too. Never mind. No, dude, look at that shit. Those things weigh like twenty tons. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, steady with the one-liners. Instead of that dude talking to him, it should be Max Headroom. <laughs> it's not too far off. No. And keep in mind the uh, the video chat capabilities in this movie are pretty advanced. Yeah, yeah, they are, aren't they? Damn. Now they're on those things. I just random explosions, dude. There's nothing. 
What the? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you can't say anything about it. <clears throat> it just came. Yeah. Those poor rats. <laughs> he, he sniffed them to death. Are they going to go like 85 miles an hour in those things? Look how slow they are. You're right, man. They're like diesel, and they don't go at that at all. Dude, they're not meant to. They're going like three. Yeah. God. Oh. Here we go. U.S. Marines. Good. Now they're going like 50. Hey, where's Mythbusters when you need them, huh? This movie all would would destroy them. <laughs> they would just both their minds would explode. Uh, it'd be like you know, fuck this. I just done. <laughs> We're canceling our show effective immediately. God <laughs> oh, damn! Man. Just like shooting bullets out. Dude. Like spraying bullets. Well, their magazines have got to be up now. No, no, absolutely not. Okay. Look at all those sweet, sweet guns. <laughs> they still talking about their dick sizes? Yeah. They're going to show each other in a minute. Again. Yeah. Self-destruct, okay. Every good enemy compound has a uh, self-destruct mechanism. Well, here they should. I think that's Standard operating procedure. Sure. What the hell is that? What the fuck is that he's got? He's got a crazy scope on it. Know that much. Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it looks like something from Starship Troopers. <laughs> Somebody was all about guns um, in this movie. And what is that little light that's on off the side? <laughs> wow, what, what was the point? Okay, that's not even him. Good. They just got some other Asian dude who looks nothing like him. This generic lawyer dude. God. They just put squibs on him. Each squib has like a quarter of a gallon of, yeah. of fake blood in it. It just ruptures. Kind of like the blood in uh, that Django, that Tarantino Django. Oh, yeah. Where everybody's made of, like, just thick syrup. 
There's no tendons or anything in anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I love that in all the uh, the Japanese movies. <clears throat> I forget yeah. what they call it. There you go. Taking the time out to do a uh, artist rendition of an explosion. That's what he was doing earlier when he was um, gnashing his teeth. <laughs> Jesus God. So he's going to shoot him while he's holding her with a fully automatic weapon. Sure. That's a big fucking gun. It's all plastic. The sweet, sweet mullet. Dude. He does a good job in the movie, I think. Not country mullet, I mean, uh, Brian James. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like him in this. I wonder what Stallone would have worn with the mullet. He kind of had one in Cobra. What? Oh. <laughs> throat punch, throat punch. <laughs> <laughs> his face. He's so pleased with himself, man. You just imagine him after he takes a huge satisfying shit and he just makes that face. Yeah. Uh, Two bullets in the head. That's awesome. That wall's made out of like styrofoam. I think you got it. What is, wait, where did Jack Collins go? He fell down. Well, I, I know, but shouldn't he have fallen right next to her? <laughs> I don't know. He's around there somewhere. 
He crawled away. He's gone. He's gone. Dude, he's not even there. There he is. God damn. The rats take him away and rebuild him. Yeah. Oh, it's just bouncing everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so that reminds me of a scene from uh, Trevor's 2. You know, they blew up that building and they jumped in, like, the, the turd ditch. It was, like, <laughs> 10 yards away. <laughs> turd ditch. That's where that... What is it, Brian James or Byron James or whatever? That's that's where he would go. version of Voodoo? Looks like it. Wow. Maybe not. Let me see. I couldn't read that article. I believe it is. Let me go back and see. Yep, it's full screen. Wow. First time I realized that. We need to do a commentary for uh, Tremors, too. Yeah, it's been a while since I've watched that one. I actually like it. I think it's a pretty good sequel. That's the one where they're the uh, ass jockeys, or what do they call them? Not ass blasters. uh, (laughs) The turd burglars? Ass jockeys? God damn, man. (laughs) I know there's always a stupid-ass name they call them. 
Oh, those in the second one are called the Shriekers, I think. Oh, okay. Because they scream. They run around the two legs and they scream. Yeah. It's the third one. The third one is uh, the Ass Blasters. What is that new one supposed to come out? I don't fucking know. Got fucking like Polly Shore and Sinbad in it. God damn, dude. <laughs> no, it's, it's got uh, Jamie Kennedy in it, I know. Yeah. Burt Gummer like digs up Reba. Just digs Rob. Yep, 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 yep. Well, um, what did you think? Oh, <laughs> I love this movie. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's easily one of the, um, must-haves for any action movie fan. Oh, absolutely. It's one that gets a bad rap, and you know, I can understand why, but uh, I still really like the movie. You know, if you can get past the uh, you know, ridiculous shit that's happening. <clears throat> Dude, that's, that's, that's a major reason why I watch this stuff. You know, for... Like like the prison being on fire, you know? It's like Attica or some shit, and they just put them in there. Want to take showers alone, you know, romantic showers. Yeah, yeah romantic. Um, shit that doesn't make any sense at all. But it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's entertaining. It would have been boring as shit if they put them in a regular, you know, a really authentic-looking prison. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, Stallone was on a roll right around this period of time. I mean, he was hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, he was. What did he have? I know Demolition Man was around this period of time, but what uh, what was directly before this? Do you know? Uh, I think it was Rambo 3. I think it was Rambo 3, 88. I mean, Rambo 3 was pretty fucking ridiculous, too. I, you know... Yeah, you're right. Oh, lockup was right before this. Oh, oh, is it? Okay, so they just use the prison sets again, I guess. You may be right. I bet you are right. They just use that shit. I mean, look at this. We got Rambo two in eighty five, Rocky four in eighty five, Cobra in eighty six, Over the Top eighty seven, Rambo three in eighty eight, Lockup and Tango and Cash in eighty nine. Rocky Five and Ninety. Those are every one of those is a solid movie. Wow. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of A good solid five-year run. I mean, I and yeah, and Rhinestone was eighty-four, so we can just skip that one. 
Um, okay, you did Rocky Five in 1990. What came right after that? Oscar. Okay. <laughs> Try to... And then, that, that, that's where I started. Guess what came after that? I, I'm going to guess it's uh, stopping my mobile shoot. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> and then Cliffhanger, and then Demolition Man, both in 93. So he, he came back. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how, how well Demolition Man. And I know Cliffhanger did well in 93. I think Demolition Man did pretty good. Um, I hope so, man. That movie's fantastic. <clears throat> well, let, me, let me pull it up real quick. But, yeah, he did. I mean, he did quite a few movies after that. Um, budget was $57 million And worldwide, uh, $159 million and Another uh, twenty six million in rentals. Mm. So yeah, it, it definitely made its money back. Man, it made fourteen million just on opening weekend. Oh okay. That's not bad at all. No, it, yeah, yeah, definitely made his money back. I'm sure he got some of that gross too. Oh yeah. I mean. Say what you want about Stallone, but he's a great businessman. Oh, yeah. He can set his own terms at that man. point. Then we had Demolition Man, 93, and then 94 was The Specialist, which, I mean, The Specialist isn't terrible. I mean, it's a watchable movie. It's just not It's not the cheese that you get with these films, you know, more of a serious yeah. type film. And then Judge Dredd and Assassins in 95. Which I like both of those. And then Daylight in 96, which I like Daylight too. And then Top Land in 97. Gee, I like that one. Uh, I Top Land Assassins or. Solid And that's pretty much where he, where he fell off right there. And then we get into the 2000s and uh, Get Carter remake. And that movie Driven, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. He's like a fucking race car driver. Yeah. And then I See You. God. Which I so, used to have an old VHS like, uh, Nothing like, uh, like Death Race 2000, which is easily his best role. Oh, come on. Uh, but, uh, I, I see you, a.k.a. Detox, which is, uh, you got Stallone, Charles S. Dutton, um, let's see, you got Jeffrey Wright, Tom Berenger, Chris Christopherson, Robert Patrick, Courtney B. Vance, you got a hell of a cast in there for a pretty terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then you got Avenging Angelo, which that's not a very good movie either, in 2002. Uh, <laughs> Spy Kids 3D. 
Uh, uh, I imagine he, he did pretty well with that one, though. Yeah, I, I'm sure it, it did okay. And then he had to, he realized he had to go back to the well. Then we got uh, Rocky Balboa in 2006, and then Rambo in 2008. I can't believe Rocky Balboa is nine years old. Oh. I love that Rambo, dude. I love it. Yeah, me too. I, I personally, hmm? I was gonna say that's easily the best one of his films of recent years. Honestly, just from the sheer violence alone, I would put that latest Rambo right after the first one, uh, ranking it, and then I put two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, three just doesn't hold up. Uh, all that well for me, and I love it. Is dedicated to the fighters in Afghanistan. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, not not a whole lot going on in recent years. We got Expendables movies, Bullet to the Head, which that was really good. I don't know if you saw that. I need to see that one. I haven't seen it. it it's good. So is Escape Plan, and uh, let's see. State plan and a bullet to the head. I like both of those. I haven't seen the. Uh, I've seen Expendables one. I haven't seen the other four. I wonder if they're still going to try to do Expendables. Hey, dude, he's working on a film called Animal Crackers. Right now, oh, it's a it, it's animated. Oh, uh-huh. like man, are they trying to do some Mark Brothers shit? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering. That's what I thought initially, but uh, yeah, just animated or shit. Wasn't he so, trying to do another um, uh, Rambo? Uh. I don't see it. Oh, wait. There's a movie called Creed where he plays Rocky Balboa in. It's a weird-ass fucking name. Oh, Apollo Creed. Uh, I think that's about Apollo Creed's son. I bet Michael B. Jordan's playing his son. (laughs) I hope so. No, Michael B. Jordan, not the basketball player. Really talented Smith. I don't know if you saw. Uh, God damn it! Oh, uh, uh, forget the name of it. It's uh, Chronicle. I didn't see that. I know he's going to be in this uh, next Fantastic Four, though. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah, he's playing the Flash or the uh, Torch. Right. Uh, what? Him? He's oh, he's playing um, Johnny Storm. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Human yeah. Torch. Yeah, yeah. 
but he was from The Wire. I liked him a lot on The Wire. Um, and he was in, he's not done the stuff. But he's really good. He was really good in Chronicle. Born in 87, if that doesn't make you feel old. Dude. I'm not pissing if you can hear that. That's that's my take. I don't want people to think I'm just... Uh, oh, that's fine. Um, um, I, I don't care. Talking about Michael B. Jordan over here. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, now, Apollo Creed, that, that sounds awesome. I didn't put that together at first. That's, uh... Should have. At least Rocky's not fighting, for God's sake. Well, he shouldn't be at this point. You know, that, that'd be what they need to do is make another uh, Dirty Harry movie with Clint Eastwood. My God. Hey, even what he was it? saying that, that there's no point. I mean, at his age, it would have been yeah. ridiculous for him to come back. I mean, let me just put it into uh, perspective for you. Uh, Stallone is my dad's age. Damn. So is Schwarzenegger. So is Bill Clinton, you know. Yeah. Tons of those baby boomers born, born right around there. He was like the very first wave of the baby boomers. Mm. Kurt Russell's a good bit younger than he is. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Russell was born at 51. Dude, have you seen his beard and mustache for the Hey I was about to say that exact same thing. It's epic, man. That is uh, one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I would never shave that off if I was him. No, 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 not at all. You know, he's he's got a good one. Mel Gibson gets a pretty damn good beard going, too. His beard is awesome, uh, man. The one he had a couple of years ago was uh, yeah. he was going through all this crazy shit. Like, it was all salt and peppered, and it was, like, perfectly tinted, like, all the way down. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was around the time he was doing, what, Apocalypse Town? He was doing, like... Uh, fuck your mother in hell or some shit like that. Is what he was <laughs> still yeah. like, kill all the Jews and you can go fuck yourself in hell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He just makes a movie of him screaming at his uh, current wife or then current wife. Just an hour and a half of him just screaming at her and the baby. <sighs> I uh, I put I put some of that in one of the uh, the earlier episodes we did this year, and then I listened to the whole thing like a hundred times. It was so funny, like it, I couldn't stop laughing. Dude, like and that dress, you fucking whore. That's that right. I do remember you doing that. Yeah. Oh, uh, this was so funny, man. I couldn't, 
I couldn't stop myself. It was probably entirely too much, but I go off on a tangent that like nobody understands, but it cracks me up. So. You should have used the uh, Winona Ryder defense. I said it was just researching for a role. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I was studying for the beaver. <laughs> I want to see that, dude. I've not seen that. Yeah. I uh, imagine it's awful. We haven't heard a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. It's... See, I, I I still love Gibson. He's got the green girl. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, he's got plenty of good years left in him. Yeah. I just hope I mean, he's Hollywood, able to, you know, use them. Hollywood crucified him, and it's his own fault. I mean, you know, you can't go around saying shit like that in Hollywood. <sighs> well... Well, I guess he can, because he's got the fucking money. He can do whatever the hell he wants to. He can tell everybody to suck his dick and go make his own movie, you know? He just goes back to Australia. He builds his own kingdom down there. This makes you wonder what a uh, Mad Max movie is going to be like without him in it. Well, uh, I do like Tom Hardy quite a bit. I do too. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. See. It is going to be interesting, you know, uh, especially after Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. I am going to go see it. I want to see it in the theater. I may not, but but I want to. Uh, when does that come out? Do you know? Ooh, 2015. I'm not sure. The uh, I don't know if it has a, an official release yet. As, I mean, the next movie I know I'll see in theaters will be Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know about much else. So, oh, man. Uh, personally, I got uh, great news regarding that next Toho Godzilla. Oh, yeah? Oh, God. Uh, well, they have uh, the director. It's a guy who's been directing and created. You've heard of the anime uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion? Yeah. yeah. He created that. The creator of that is directing this new Godzilla. Wow. Uh, and the special effects director... It's the same guy who did the Gamora trilogy in the 90s, which had yeah. wonderful, wonderful special effects. Uh, he's he, uh, easily, easily out doing the Godzilla series of the same time. Um, and uh, he, he said, I mean, he's come out and said that he's going he's gonna to give us something like the perfect nightmare, as he calls it. So I, I think he's going to try to go back to that old you know, force of nature, Godzilla. Um, almost evil. Okay. 
Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know much about the anime thing, but his special effects are going to be fucking awesome. You think they're looking he, for a wide release with that? I'm not sure. Uh, Toho has completely changed their business plan, especially with the disaster of Final Wars back in 2004. Because this is the longest that there's been without a Japanese Godzilla movie since 1954. This wow. Year, 2016 will be 12 years. You know, prior to that, the longest was nine from 75 to 84. Uh, and Final Wars was such an unmitigated disaster for them. It had that that Japanese director who directed Versus directed Final Wars. Okay, yeah. And he he shit all over everything. It's a fucking yeah. terrible movie. Yeah, Final Wars um, was awful. That's the last he, one I watched, uh, actually. It is fucking... Ugh. Um... I think it's the worst one, hands down. It's worse than the 98 Godzilla, to me. Uh, but uh, they changed the business practice regarding movies, apparently. So that's not they're not going to even let that happen again. And they're in the right direction already, with the with, at least with the special effects director. Because he's already cut his teeth on three great movies. Uh, so, um, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm I'm, look, I'm excited. I, I don't know about a wide release, so I, I don't know how they plan on doing that. Because the last time they had one uh, outside of Japan that actually came here was Godzilla 2000, which was the worst one they could have chosen because it was a boring <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, it... What they should have, the one that came out two years after that is the one that should have been released uh, theatrically here. But Godzilla 2000, it was just so uninspired. It fucking sucks. Uh, but that that whole Millennium series, for the most part, is a disappointment. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I haven't seen G- most of them. But, uh, have you seen GMK? I think I've seen some at your place, you know, uh, you know, back a few years ago. I, I haven't okay. sat down and watched it properly, though. It's, uh, it's, it's really good. I mean, it's not, it's not perfect by any means because Toho kept interfering with that director. The guy who directed that one directed the Game of Trilogy of Tigers. Okay. Uh, Toho kept interfering because his story, he was going to bring back, of course, Godzilla, but he was going to bring back three other monsters that had not been used in a long time. Uh, Baron, uh, Angus, and Baragon. Toho told him, no, you could pick one of those and you have to put Mothra and King Ghidorah in there yet again. Uh, and, I'm so uh, tired of Mothra, up everything. Man. I'm so tired and, of Mothra. Yeah, I am too. It's it's ridiculous. They keep doing that because she's marketable to uh, the female audience. But it, really? it, it ruins... 
Yeah, she is. Godzilla vs. Mothra from 1992 was the highest grossing Godzilla movie in Japan since, I think, uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla, which would have been now 30 years. Well, it would have been 30 years before in 62. Wow. Uh, And, I mean, that's why. But, uh, let's see, I, I love the original Mothra. It's actually a really good monster movie. It's something you never would see here. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot more fantasy. But she's treated literally almost like a god than as a giant monster. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, that that hurt that movie. They also... You know, they had originally given him a schedule, and then they said, no, we need it sooner than that. So we had to rush through. Um, yeah, it's a shame, because I think he did well with what he was able to do, but they, they kept fucking him up. It pisses me off, because in 2004, when that dude came in and did Final Wars, they didn't interfere with him at all. He actually was pushing them around. <laughs> because he he was uh, in talks with Tarantino to uh, come over here and start doing stuff with Tarantino or something. But uh, he, he got such a big head, he started talking shit about Japanese cinema, and uh, Tarantino distanced himself from him. So as far as I know, he's not doing anything but eating shit. <laughs> But uh, hopefully this will make up for it because 2004 that that movie just really angered me. That was the 50th anniversary, and they gave us that. But do you notice like all the suits for all the monsters were like way too form fitting, and they all looked way too much like man suits. Uh, and that Monster Zero thing at the end was like bird shit. He literally looked like a, a sentient bird shit monster because he was black and white, just like bird shit running around. That's pretty bad. Uh, I, I I can't stand it. I, uh, you've got fans of that shit. They love love that kind of crap. But well, that, that was in response to the American Godzilla, too. Well, he had the American Godzilla in there and had it killed, you know, within uh, just a few seconds by the Japanese one. But, uh, yeah. Well, even in GMK, they, you know, they they make fun of the American one. That was 2001. Oh. Well, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it does well. I'm, I'm hoping they can work out some sort of good agreement or situation to release it more widely. But you never know. Yeah, they definitely got bogged down with something, man. Like they're, I mean... Yeah, they've been off the mark for quite a while now. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, 
And see, I don't know how it will affect, you know, if if American distributors are going to want to release that here, especially in the middle of this trilogy that they're making here in America. Yeah. Because that's... Uh, that, that, uh, the next legendary guns that was not coming out until 2018. Uh, they're spending a lot of time on those. I think that it would be a good time for them. I mean, if they want to make money off of Americans, it's a good time to do it. Well, that's what Toho is doing, what they're doing. They're being, they never, I, actually, you know, it turned out that they had been, uh, uh, talking about doing this since 2013. So they're spending a lot longer on this than they have in years, about three years of production, which is a fuckload. Like, that's that's probably twice, at least twice as long as they usually spend. So well, uh, uh, I, I can only assume that would be better. Yeah. And put some money up for it. I think the most they spent was on Final Wars. They spent like $25 million. Wow. Um, and it bombed so badly. But hopefully they will hold that against this, this new movie, especially with the money they're breaking in from this latest American one. But, you know, they just built a hotel in... Tokyo with Godzilla's head on top of a building and his hand over the building. So it looks like he's looking over the building down the street at people. Uh, Which is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. uh, You can go there and it's like 150 a night uh, to get a room where you can see the head. And they have a special Godzilla room with just Godzilla shit all in it. It's like four fifty a night. And they're all about that shit over there, aren't they? Like special yeah, I mean, special rooms and stuff. Yeah, the gimmicks and all that. Yeah, they're bigger than that. But uh let's see if we can back back to Tom Hardy. Have you ever seen a Tom Hardy film called uh Lock from 2014, 2013. I'm sorry. Lock? Uh, no. I've heard it's pretty good. Um, hmm. I had to check it out. It's on. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it on there. Now, what's that last one he did about bootlegging? Oh. Uh, Shell. Or shell of beef. LaBeouf. That 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 movie's fucking awesome, dude. That, I loved it. Maybe my, my favorite one of his movies, uh, Lawless. Yeah, that's it. But uh, yeah, I've got a list. Of, such a piece of shit. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I've got a list of. Uh, Summer movies here. If you want to go over them, yeah, yeah, I'd like uh, know what's going Starting on. with probably the number one of the summer, uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron, on May first. 
I will not be anywhere near a theater on May 1st. I'm not. I'm going to see that. And uh, then May 15th, uh, Fury Road, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Okay. I I do want to see that then. And, uh, I mean, not a whole lot. Some little obscure, like Poltergeist on May 22nd. A lot of this stuff I'm not familiar with. But, yeah, Poltergeist remake. Uh, City is Chapter 3 on June 5th. That shit-ass Entourage piece of garbage coming out on June 5th as well. And then June 12th, Jurassic World. <laughs> and June 19th, we've got a, another trans, transporter film, uh, Refueled. I'm assuming Jason Statham will be back for that one. I don't know. I I thought he'd like the series. Let's go into theaters. So shit. I don't know. Oh, maybe so. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, there's like three people in the world that care about that. Uh, Terminator Genesis on July 1st. I'll definitely be uh, in the seat on that one. No matter whatever it takes. I'm, I want to see it. You know, I'll probably end up going to see it because I don't go to theaters often, so I might as well might as well check that out. Um, we've got uh, that that uh, Adam Sandler masterpiece, Pixels, coming out on uh, July twenty fourth. Yeah, sure, that'll do fucking gangbusters, and in three years, I'll make a sequel that'll do even better. I make grown ups six or seven. That dude could do no wrong, man. I mean, as shitty as these movies are, they still make money, you know? Oh, I know. And I didn't even know they were doing another Mission Impossible, but they got Mission Impossible 5 coming now on July 31st. That's right, Tom Cruise is back for that one, too. Fantastic Four on August 7th. Um, uh, Comedies, a bunch of bullshit. The Man from Uncle, they're remaking that. (laughs) On August August 14th, I'm sure that'll do great. Hugh, Hugh Grant starring in that, by the way. Oh, man. Man, he, he could use that. I think that'll, that'll, do, that'll do really well just based on his name alone. I mean, that's pretty much it I'm seeing here, man. I mean, a few other little obscure, you know, horror movies that'll, you know, may break even. Sinister 2, uh, a bunch of other, like, independent movies. But that's pretty much it. Oh. Like three movies, I might, I might go see. Yeah, it's like a really weak summer, dude. That's weird. What like that last year? Looks weaker than last year. Last year was pretty weak. Hmm. I mean, I guess it was better than you know a few previous years, but still pretty weak on the whole. 
Well, what is the next Melissa McCarthy vehicle coming out? Let's see, Dale. I've got a. Uh, I've actually got an app for that. Oh, good. It's tracking her career. That would be Underdogs coming out on August 14th. That's about... uh, Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That's not it. It's... uh, Saw it a second ago. Mastermind on August 7th. A security guard for an armored car company stages a bank heist. And each her way out of trouble. And then, of course, she's playing Slimer in the uh, 2027 uh, Ghostbuster sequel. God, I really hope they do that. If they make her Slimer, I'll watch it. <laughs> the funniest thing about that whole thing, dude, is like we all knew she was going to be in that movie. She She kept saying, no, I'm not going to be in it. I'm not going to be in it. We knew that stupid faggot that was directing. You know, we we knew he was going to cast her in it. Well, yeah, I mean, how could he not? I mean, her, Kristen Wiig, every goddamn person we knew was going to be in that movie is in that movie. Oh, oh, uh, dude! Did you hear the news that they are uh, doing a 3D treatment for Dawn of the Dead? No. Yeah, they're they're gonna make they're gonna make it in 3D. In 1978, Dawn of the Dead, and uh, I'm not sure. See, my thing is, though, man, it almost sounds like it's going to be almost exclusively for the the home video market, which means I'm not going to see that. And I mean, I'm sure as hell not going to buy uh, a 3D system just for that. Have you ever watched a uh, 3D movie on a 3D TV? Uh, no one. Um, no, 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 not, not on the television, no. Like on the, the television style. Dude, it's not worth it, man. It's not anything impressive at all, in my opinion. No, it doesn't surprise me. Um, and I just, you know, I, I saw Nightmare Before Christmas 3D, and I just can't get behind them taking horror movies and doing that with them because it's just not that great. No. I had a 3D um, TV for, for a short period of time. We actually had a problem with it. I had to bring it back and I got one that wasn't 3D when I returned it. Um, but when I had it, I had you know two or three uh, Blu-ray movies that I watched. And I just... I don't really see the appeal. Like, I don't know if it's not working right on me or what, but it's not like, I mean, it's not like worth wearing the glasses. You know, it's not like that impressive. No, I I just, I can't get into 3D anyway because my eyes don't handle it all that well. Oh, really? You know, I, well, it's just, 
almost start getting a headache from it. You know, like like again, yeah. I remember before Christmas. Before that, they had a a uh, an old like Donald Duck cartoon. It's a classic cartoon, but they had yeah. done the three D treatment of it, and I had trouble getting through that. Uh, I just I'm, I'm not one to get headaches off, and I just don't get them. But that was like yeah. Like starting to fuck with me. I just don't care for that. Uh, and I've also seen movies that were made uh, exclusively for 3D. You know, I guess like that. That Meet the Robinsons. Uh, and it, it's it's a little better. It's a little more natural yeah. like that. Yeah, I saw that one in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, previous and- that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean, it was all right, I think. I mean, it's just not enough, you know, for me to want to go pay the extra money and to wear the glasses the whole time. No. I mean, that's why, even though I said I was going to go to the IMAX, I guess it would have been the IMAX 3D Godzilla. This past summer, I just couldn't really bring myself to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I I would do it just to get the experience, you know. I, I should have gone just to at least see the IMAX. Yeah. I saw uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in 3D this past summer. That was the last thing I've seen, and that that was not intentional. It was the only way I could see it. Um, but yeah, it had been quite a few years since I'd seen the 3D movie before that. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's like you can tell when a movie's made for 3D and when it's not. Oh yeah, I definitely. Like when it's, you know, I guess remastered after the fact to be in 3D. I don't know. Yeah, I get into I, it. You know, I, I kind of wish I had sat back and watched Avatar up there in 3D. Yeah. Uh, just to see what the what all the the big deal was about. I, I, yeah. I could have seen it for free, I guess. Um, but I never did. Well, yeah, I guess if it was free, I mean, um, I don't know, man. It, it it just is not impressive to me. Like I saw uh, my my Bloody Valentine remake in uh, 3D, mm-hmm. and I I did have a fun time with that one, um, just because like a lot of the gags were like intentionally made for the 3D audience. Yeah. And but I mean I don't know. It's like it it you know wore out its welcome really quickly in my opinion. Well, that's the thing. That's what's happened with it before when they try to do it. Yeah. You know, they pay. What is that? Of course, in the fifties you had it in the early fifties. Uh. Uh, I guess the biggest one to have, though. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. 
I'm just saying, I, I guess the biggest one for the 50s that was in 3D was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Were there any movies when we were kids that had 3D? Uh, it was some when we were real young, like like Jaws 3D and Amityville 3D. But no, like kids' movies. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think so. I think I don't think they were gearing it towards kids that time. It was the same thing. It was like a fad, you know. It it lasted a few years and it went away. Yeah. You know, I I actually, dude, I really want to go back. You know, and that's something I'd love to do a commentary on, like like old eighties horror. Yeah. Uh, like Amityville 3D, and just to see how it looks in 2D. <laughs> Got to like Jaws well, 3. I think there's a Blu-ray out with 3D glasses that come with it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a 3D uh, transfer of uh, Friday the 13th 3D. Oh, okay. Then. It seems like whenever you had a third installment for a movie, it had to be 3D. Well, that was part of the gimmick. You know, they try to get through one or two just so they can get to part three. What else was there, man? That was pretty much it right there. Like uh, Jaws, uh, Friday the 13th, and, uh, and Amityville. That's I'm not it. sure. That's all I can think of right off. Um, yeah, I just remember the VHS for Amityville 3D with the Amityville house and that three-fingered hand busting that was cool. through. Yeah, I always like that. Well, I mean, this this time it's sticking around quite a while. I think one of the main reasons is just because they can charge that much more for a ticket. That may be exactly it. You know, that'd be something interesting to look up and see how much they charge, if there was any difference in the ticket prices for, like, Jaws 3D. Yeah. You know, as to something else. Uh, if they were even releasing in 2D. Because let's say they release Jaws in 3D and only 3D and jack up the ticket prices, that alone would have hurt their uh, their uh, box office, I think. For sure. You know, uh, if you don't give them a choice. Yeah. But that's, that is an interesting question. I wonder, I wonder if that was the case. Or even in the 50s, too, if it would have been that, like that. They had to do more shit like uh, the Tangler and stuff like that, and it. Put like shock, oh. shock people. Dude, something that just comes in the seat and just rips your ass in half. <laughs> All right, they just have funny. like some huge dude like waiting under the seat to grab you and blast the hell out of you. You know, but they don't stop. They don't just grab you just <laughs> to scare you. They just keep molesting you. It never stops. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, dude, that William Castle thing, 
uh, that that would have been interesting. Uh, you know, I don't know what they would have done nowadays. Of course, you'd have somebody who like shits their pants and sues. Yeah. Of course, of course, you uh, would. Uh huh. You know, uh, people can't have fun anymore by shocking the shit out of each other. There was a, uh, I think it was a, what was the bug movie that uh, Pixar made? Not A Bug's Life. Was it A Bug's Life? Yeah, I believe it was A Bug's Life. They, uh, Disney has a ride for that in uh, the Animal Kingdom. Oh, okay, cool. And it's 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 kind of like that. It's a short little movie. Um, I mean, you know, maybe like twenty minutes, and it it, it has a lot of that shit in it. <clears throat> like, there's a little like part that comes out in the back and like pokes you in the back a little bit. And it sprays water all over the place, and uh, I forget. You know, a few other little things like that. Nothing that you know that extreme, but that's the closest thing I can think of. Kind of like that disaster that they used to have. You know, seemed like an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Spray water and shit all over you. Yeah, that stuff was fun. Like you said, people can't have fun anymore. Everybody wants to... Everybody's too sue happy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they'll give you warnings. Like, don't... If you have our condition, don't do this. And you're like, fuck that, I'm going to do this, and you have a fucking massive heart attack. <laughs> like, whose fault is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is a shame. Uh, you know, I blame the people. I also blame the lawyers who are only too happy to take cases yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. <sighs> But yeah, I don't I don't know that we'll see gimmicks like that again. No, I don't think so. Too much of a uh you know, lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. Just have like an action movie like a Rambo movie where he starts like shooting. Like, he gets in that Jeep and starts shooting that gun and he aims it towards the audience and you have these assholes run in through the exit doors with paintball guns blasting you. Yeah. Of course, I would hurt That'd be all. And just keep hitting you in the face. A true, true experience. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> oh man! Well, you want to go ahead and cut this one off here? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, man. It's it's been four hours. <laughs> Let's go on ahead. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you for listening. And you can check us out on Twitter, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, all that good stuff. Give us a recommendation. Give us a rating. We'd appreciate it. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. I'll end it with a toilet flush. Uh, you should have put that in there. <laughs> I'm going to flush mine out, too. We'll just do, like, a whole show of nothing but toilets washing.
and sighing. And sighing, yeah. Lots of sighing and heavy breathing. Yeah. Trying to, you know, trying to regulate my time between each.